This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. That's right. <clears throat> Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Basement Bookers Podcast. My name is Jerry, also known as Basement Jer, with my co-host, Rich DeWurz, world-famous podcast journalist slash article copy and paster for B&H Photo. Thank you. Yes, here we are. I, your executive producer, and Jerry here is your chief editing officer. That's why it sounds like shit every week. Titles. We got titles now. Well, that's the first step to becoming a a a, co- a competitor in uh, the world of sports entertainment broadcasting. We now have executive production. Yeah. Now all we need to do is mimic a defunct federation of podcasters and make ourselves seem cool. We're going to be the AEW of podcasts is what I'm saying right here. Oh, <laughs> but they're so different and edgy. They're so different and edgy and cool. Yeah. You know? The, the blonde hair and... Hangman Adam Pages. Your Lucha Bros. I feel like there's a lot of uh, big man hair in all the... Between Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, there's another guy... Who, but Kenny uh, Omega's man enough to have a perm. It, like... Is that, like, does he actually get it permed, or is that his natural hair? Man. I don't know. I think it might be both. <laughs> I think <laughs> it might be both, which is why it's like nobody craps on him for it except for us. Like. Or me. I'm not going to put you in there. Like, he he's a, he's a little bit of an odd-looking dude. Or you mean, like. I think the the hair makes it odder, but no one else can do that hair. No one else can rock that hair. You mean like, do you ever you ever get confused? You watch a Kenny Omega match and you're like, is he handsome? I don't, I think he's just a guy, you know? No. no. Like, I never ask myself if a woman would think he's handsome or a gay man. Mm. I, I never ask myself if anyone would think he's handsome. I Because I don't think they would. I gauge it because I have an expert uh, analyst. Cody, yes. Because, remember, the women of WWE once voted him dashing. Well, he had a mustache, but now he doesn't have the mustache. So you think he's considerably less attractive without the mustache? I think it's time for it to come back. The dash dash. Mm. I think it's time to come back. I think Cody should disappear from TV. You know, always just working with Tony Khan in the back, Mm. growing out that stash, and then just coming back in. And because the the stash will confuse and befuddle Chris Jericho, he will forget that he that Cody Rhodes is not owed another championship title match. Mm. I think Cody he won't would even, remember. I don't think he will because the mustache gives you this power. Like if you, I don't know if you've ever had a mustache before. Not just a mustache. I can't do that. I me neither. But as a small as 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 a as a preteen. Mm. I had some hair on my lip, and it's like there was some power there. And I had this friend of mine, this friend, my friend Mike, and my friend Mike would make fun of me. He's like, "Man, you need to shave, you need to shave that off. What are you, you're gonna look like a, you look dirty." 
and I and I believed him. I believed Mike, and I'm. But meanwhile, I think he sabotaged me because it, like if you don't let your facial hair just grow in, mm-hmm. then it's gonna, it's not gonna look as cool, you know, mm-hmm. when you're growing up, when you're messing up the growth. And I've never been able to recover. Like if you look at my beard, like it's not very. I can't make it neat, you know. And I blame Mike to this day. Yeah, he works with um. I think he works with handicapped children, teaching them how to read with virtual reality or something. That's but, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I have like similar. There's a couple of patches that don't grow into well in on my chin over here. So here's an asshole story for you. So I was like 13, whatever, and like I had like two or three sprouts, like just single hairs, just popping right out of my chin, coming like straight down. Not not they weren't even clustered together. It was literally two or three. But, like, they got to, like... Oh, like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, but they got to, like, two, like, a half inch, two-third, like, an inch long. I'm like, I don't want to just shave, but it looks stupid. So my father's like, oh, just pluck them. I'm like, yeah, pluck them? He's like, yeah, pluck them. So I plucked them. Oh. And now, those spots don't grow back. See? See? Speaking of which... You you think Speedy Gonzalez might be racist? Do you think they made him like really really fast for like you know running across the border and stuff? I don't know. Cause I'm th- I'm looking back on I'm like wow why was he so fast though? You know, Remember that? I do remember that. So it was like my favorite show. But I, now he's like, gone. Like what happened to him? I don't know. You know why? Because people are scared and they're cowards. They don't know how to entertain anymore. That's my boo. Put that in there. That's your boo? Where is Speedy Gonzalez? Hmm. We're we're in a world of cowards, not willing to do say what a you know, do what you need to do with the art, you know? I guess because, like if he was like if he's so fast, why does it matter if there's a wall? Because if you're super fast, you can run up the wall like the flash. Because mm-hmm. the flash runs up walls all the time. Hmm. I think Speedy Gonzalez, he, he works harder than the flash. And maybe he should be the fastest thing alive. I say thing because Speedy Gonzalez is not a man. He is male. He, he is, is a mouse. A man. Yes. He is a mouse. Yeah. That's not my boo. I'm just kidding. I thought that was funny, though. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> Got nothing. Um, you ever? No. It doesn't. I don't think anybody that listens to this thinks either of us have any grip on what's going on. <laughs> I Honestly. Tr- I, I try. I kind of try. I make an attempt. Yeah. You know. But I've had traumas in my life that, you know, may have slowed my brain growth, obviously. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, the CTE commercial. Yeah. How, how like, contact football for, like, little kids is, like, smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And they're not just cigarettes. They look like those long cigarettes. Like, not like a Virginia Slims, Mm -hmm. but, like, if Virginia Slim and Newport had a baby. Yeah. And, and like, Newport was like, I'm not paying support for that. Remember so my, it was like a cheap. Remember my aunts used to smoke that Max Green cigarette? I once had one. How I was once it? had one, and it was like. Compared to other cigarettes. So, you know. Compared to other cigarettes, it's like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, why would they smoke this? It's like nothing's happening here. Interesting. You know, you might as well just, just take a pen, you mm-hmm. know, and just go, oh, that's flavor country. You know, just do that. <laughs> I'm glad they stopped doing that. Yeah, they stopped making those. I don't know what they're smoking now. 
they stopped doing Besides that because weed. people re- realized that that was dumb. And people stopped buying it. They're like, this is stupid. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I got other things to do. Max cigarettes. It's a real thing. Yeah, it's it like, was a real thing. Yeah, it's Max Air. Yeah. But like, here's all the poison, but a touch of the nicotine that you need. There you go. So, should I jump into my boo? Sure, I didn't have one. I was just waiting for you. All right, so my boo is your internet. Oh, well, I thought we discussed this off air, that you would not insult my internet. Oh. But that's okay. You can go ahead. Did we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Shit. it's not even... All right, never mind. No, it's fine. No, uh, hey, no go preview. ahead. Preview. That's Jer's boo. I forgot. You know, sometimes... Yeah. Look, I'll say your boo for you. You know, okay. sometimes you're busy working hard. And you forget that the auto pay was clicked off the thing for some reason. Mm. And it just didn't happen for two months. And then all of a sudden, last minute on a Friday, right before you're supposed to podcast, Verizon's like, hey, man, remember that bill you didn't pay? We're going to have to slow things down a bit. <laughs> We're not going to cut it off. It's like they're taking the, uh, they take the tube and they're going to take like a little, like a rubber band and mm. just like, wrap it around like tie it a little bit and i say rubber band because it's a cheaper way to do it they want to permanently do it they just want to sit mm-hmm. and cut you out but instead of throttle, like a, like a tourniquet you, mm-hmm. they do the homer simpson to you your internet when i say homer simpson homer simpson used to grab bart by the neck and, and strangle him, him. yeah but now he doesn't because again hollywood is filled with a bunch of beta meowches mm. You heard? I was going to say the B word, but I thought, no, I'm making new words. Meowches. Meowch. Meowches. Then you could do like a cat sound. Meowch. Get it? Because cats are associated with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see? Bunch of meowches. Okay. Don't be a meowch. That's all I'm saying. You're welcome. Thank you. So do you want to do your own? Yeah, do I have to do that for you too? I have to carry you around in my pocket. You could fit. Hmm. Imagine I had big enough pockets to put you in. Like, I'd have to have really big pants. Like, I'd have to have big enough pants for you to, like, crouch down, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'd have to have, like, a potato sack like attached my, to like my, my pants. Like my Jenko jeans? No, but better. Okay, no, my, no, my Jenko jeans were awesome. No, these are way worse because, like, if I had that and, like, the wind started to blow, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to go anywhere. It would just keep me back. But if it was the other way... Or, or if you, like, lean forward into the wind, they'll just take you and... That's why I need you to be inside the right. pocket. All right. You know, back in the day, there was, like, a running gag that, I that like, I would go in fire places in the pocket. Yeah. Why does I need to kill? I don't feel anymore. Perfect. I'm desensitized. Do I have? A, like I thought I Ever had since it. they throttled my internet. I know. <laughs> All those hours ago. It's, it's, it's still fresh. Messed up our day. They didn't let me pay. I'm trying to pay. Now we're having technical difficulties. Mm. What? That's pro- it's probably bullshit for like, listen, we see you're trying to pay, but you're having issues. We're not quite sure it's you. We so want we're... you. You gotta call us. We want you to know that we know what you did, mm-hmm. and in order for this not to happen again, maybe you learn a lesson. Yeah. And when when I had cable vision, if if, you, if I had to pay over the phone, yeah, they charged ten dollars to take the money over the phone for 
credit card processing fee. I think Verizon is owned by uh, the character, Mr. McMahon. Mm. There's no chance in hell for me. Not today. I, I had guess. to tie wrestling into it. Yeah. Let's hope. Just in case anybody listening is like, what is there's yet to be a wrestling reference in here, so I threw one in there. You need something. I I mean, I hope that, like, you know, this gets that they fix their shit for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday. It is Saturday. Don't even worry about it. Right. I'll probably have it up tonight. By the way, for anyone, for anyone listening that's like, well, what do you mean you're recording on Friday? We change the schedule back briefly this week, just for this week, because uh, Jerry and his wife, Farron, have... A holiday celebration they're going to tomorrow. Yeah, and it's none of your damn business. There you go. Stop calling me. There you go. Dad. It's my yeah. I thought I... I your thought yeah I was that you get to record today instead of tomorrow? There's that. I get my Saturday to myself. I can do whatever I want. I'm probably Yeah, don't gonna... act like you have a full schedule tomorrow. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I have a couple things I have to do. Yeah, get good. I've been pushing you off. You need to get in there. Off. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to do that. Yo, I, I last night before I played, I took like five minutes and I went into creative and cranked some 90s, but it didn't help me. If they have Wi-Fi at where I'm going, I might be able to jump on. You can. I got the switch over there. You can hand the kid your phone and we'll get a duos win. What? Actually, if... if, if okay. I was going to say play with you, but okay. If I give him my account oh. and you and him play, you'll get a duos win. You think so? Yes. I don't know about that. He's got to be better than me. I'm never gonna get a duos win. We'll get a duos win. We're so, we, we've been so close. We were so close that day. All we gotta do I was is so like. Upset. All we gotta do. Remember the rules. Yes. <laughs> no fifty-fifty. Right. Uh, Leroy always, Jenkins only works sometimes. Right. And oh, that none of the time. Always have high ground. Never be in. in we should. We shouldn't be in the same box. Uh yeah I guess. What a rocket launcher. Right. Rocket launcher, or if the other guy like chops us down, yeah, fall to death. You right. think Xavier Woods plays Fortnite? Hundred percent. I I seen him in the Fortnite tournament. Oh, the uh, Pan Am Games. Yeah, he's a gamer. Last year, De- mm-hmm. look, I did it again. See me tying mm-hmm. it into wrestling again. There you go. Um, he was there. Um, who else? Someone else that like is like pop culture. I can't think of right now. Can you imagine? Oh, uh, Jordan Fisher, who's like a singer or something. Can you imagine that like it was cool to play video games back in the Attitude Era, and they had a and they had a wrestler that would play like PlayStation games, and they didn't have like really streaming down yet, and it's like he's got like some camcorder crew in there, and they're like filming him from behind playing the video game. Can you wow. imagine that? Crazy. You imagine that? Yeah, today we're playing Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> hey, hey guys. <laughs> Watch say, me hit these boxes. <laughs> today we're playing Sonic Spinball. Hey, I had that game. So did I. It, it was the worst game. Like, I thought I was in for an adventure. It was annoying. Because I, I was like, and you can't go wrong. First game of Sonic I played was the second one. Mm. And then we got the first one. Like, this is great. Spinball. Mm. Sonic and Pinball, this is going to be, you know, with money. Oculus, yeah. you know? And then it came, and it's like, this, I want my $6 back, because I bought it, you know, if you went, you back in the day in Coney Island, 
you know, by where they have the carousel, mm-hmm. and they had like these, there's almost like stalls where like people will sell stuff, like they sell like used games, and uh, say you needed like a universal remote or something, they'll have it there. Like or before eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you go down by Stillwell, mm-hmm. you know, across from like before they gentrified the the rides area. Mm-hmm. The carousel was there, and there's like these little places that's like, like uh, comic books that's and like stuff. Surf, Surf Avenue. Down, yeah, yeah, but like down there. You know, yeah, yeah. It was oh, Mermaid. No, or... it was more Mermaid. It was on Mermaid. Oh, okay. Because no, no, no. Oh, Mermaid's back. Surf is the one that's yeah. Bad. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that's where we got it from. And then I wish I. One time I sold a remote control. I got five dollars. I was so happy about mm-hmm. that. You know what I bought? No, a hero sandwich. Nice. That was so good. You could get a hero sandwich, and you get a soda. And I'm not talking about that. That that bootleg man, you're not getting that tropical fantasy man. You could get, uh, you get the, a Coke. You know, when you I was want. a kid, or the twenty five cent drink, the one that looks like a barrel. Yeah, I was gonna say when I was a kid, the Donkey Kong drink. <laughs> I never drank more of those quarter drinks than I did when I lived in Coney. Huh. And I was one of those tools. Which one do you want? I want the blue one. That I used to call flavors by the color. Cause so you're saying that you now would hate you then? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think, yeah, I would think that. I would wonder, like, how what what me now would think about me then. I'm not sure. I don't know. If anything now, like, if, if it doesn't have a flavor name on it, I'd say the blue sugar. I got a question for you. I have an answer for you. What do you think you then would think of you now? He thinks he's an old person. Wow. I'm not sure what the answer to the question is that I just asked. Because I remember back then thinking 40 was old. I would be, actually know what I would think. Well, and this is not knocking Not that I'm saying 40 is young, but yeah. No, it's old. Yeah, Like you're halfway to the grave. Two-thirds. You know, if you're lucky. Two-thirds. You're two-thirds. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'd be like, that's it? You know? Mm-hmm. That's it? But then at the same time, he was a very materialistic young man. Like, wow, wait a minute. Wait. So you're telling me you could play all the video games you want. No one's going to tell you how long you can. You could buy a video game and you don't have to go to the store? Mm-hmm. That is bonkers. And you could just download them like whatever that means yeah whatever that means (laughs) yeah they just go through the air onto your nintendo yeah i think i was ahead of my time i would be like mom why do we have to go to this stupid hollywood video store or whatever Mm. well hollywood video was later you still have to walk to freaking video store like blocks like it was it felt like a long time but really, it wasn't that long of a time ago. Yeah, because cause it, se- it seemed uh, far because you had to go under where the D train uh, would pass. Also, Little Legs. On, yeah, onto the other side of Neptune Avenue. Also, Little Legs. That was where that uh, the Radio Shack Coney Island was. Also, Avenue. Little Legs. Yeah. You know, Little Legs take a mm-hmm. long time. Yup. Yeah. Anywho, that's, that's the flashback. That's the flashback portion of the Dave Supporters Podcast. This week. What a hangout, man. So far, for now. Um, 
I think my yeah, it's still the holidays. Like I had, I had a good New Year's, chilled with um, a couple friends of mine that I haven't seen in a very long time. With uh, good reason. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You always like yeah yeah. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <What>? those people. <laughs> no. Um. Once a house visited the house for the first time out in Staten Island. Um, Why does everybody have houses over there? I guess it's because it's expensive out here, right? Yeah, it's 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 cheaper out there because like no one wants to live there. Two thirds of Staten is a flood zone, and yeah, it's such a pain to get to Manhattan. Also, I think mostly creeps live in Staten Island, like creepy, weird people. Yeah, you know, Garooch. Yeah, my mother. So it's not like I'm talking shit. She's been living there. I I oh, you told me that. Where at? Which which neighborhood? It's the ghetto. All right. You know, none of your goddamn business. How about that? Shaolin. Shaolin. Mm. Strong Island. That's what they call it. And I'm just messing around. I love all of That's Long Island. Strong Island, baby. That's Long Island. Whatever. Listen. Shaolin. I love... uh, Carmella country. I I love all parts of New York City. Mella? Yeah. Huh? I'm not a disgusting pervert. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm trying to be a podcast journalist. So am I. Just chatting. Where's Where's your credentials? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, bang! Oh, oh, right here. Oh, hold on, I got mine. <laughs> there you go. We, we got matching creds. Cool, cool, cool. We I pulled both of my fingers out of my pocket. Yeah, I pulled, pulled one. one. I pulled one. There we go. Um, yeah, had a she went she they thrown a sober party. Boring. It was not. There was freaking. There was like poker games going on. The There's basement. nothing fun about a sober party except the people that you're with and the nine-month-old pit bull puppy who was very cute. Listen, as, a, as, a, as someone who spent a lot of time with puppies, mm-hmm. overrated. No. Cute I puppy. Lo- I love a puppy. His name is Mando. Oh, did you have to clean up his shit? No. No, okay. Then you're good. That's right, because he's trained. They've only had him, so he's, he's nine weeks old. I might have said nine months. He's nine weeks old. I was going to say nine months. Yeah. He best be, you know, doing his business. They've only had him for five days. Okay. So what what they've been doing is anytime he barks or whimpers or anything like that, they're like, oh, you have to go outside? And they bring him outside. That way he learns to only, that like when he does that, he goes outside. So other times is not appropriate to do that. Very well behaved. Cool. Hey. For sure, keep talking to me about this boring ass party. Hey, you know what sobriety is for? It's for people who can't fucking control themselves. Yeah, that's why you know? I. That's why I changed to being sober. Or maybe I should, mm-hmm. but I did it before, so I don't have to do it again. It's kind of like you know, if you if you co- commit a crime and you can't, you get out of jail or whatever. Wait, what is it? Double jeopardy or something? Like if you don't, I don't know. I what guess you're if you're acquitted about. of a thing, uh-huh. they can't retry you for the same thing. Unless there's new evidence. But there is no new evidence. So I don't have to do it. You know? Right. I can I can control myself. So what's your yeah. Uh yeah. Uh wow. Uh yeah, man. Um uh, just basically just uh living life. You know, realizing that at any time I could be a dead man. But like a real one, because not everybody gets to have the Undertaker's supernatural powers mm-hmm. or longevity. Mm. Uh, yeah, you, about you talk about New Year's, and it's like it used to be like, oh man, I don't have anywhere to go. 
What if I don't have anywhere to go? I'm a loser. Oh, man. But now it's like, fuck going out, man. Me and my wife, we just spend time together. We watched, uh, we watched, uh, the, 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 the New Year's on Fox. I didn't catch Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler, but Roman Reigns won because he's the big dog. And, uh, listen, this is a conversation. I'm not going to yell out right now. Somebody could be in that car. They could be chilling. I don't want them to get hurt. I love mm-hmm. my fans. I love all the fans. Uh, uh, go write us in at basementbookers at gmail. Let us know which one is your favorite basement booker. The answer may surprise you. Richard <laughs> is, probably. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. It's like, I, there's nowhere else, you know, I'd rather be. The, the, the ball dropped. I sent my usual texts. You know, whatever, who cares? It's like, it's another, you know what? Wednesday. Mm. It, the new year was Wednesday. I remember when I was a little kid, and uh, it was approaching the, the Y2K one, you know, going into 99, going to 2000. I was home. And I was like, I was real bummed out that nobody invited me to anything. And I was like, you know, when I get older, I'm going to be going to all the parties, and it's going to be the bomb, because you would still say the bomb. Mm-hmm. And uh, now... It's like they start. They added in diggity to it. They added the bomb diggity. It's like just leave it alone. Yeah. But nowadays, <laughs> it's like I'd rather not, because mm-hmm. we were watching all these people like they're dancing, and I, for some reason, Salt and Pepper is still doing performances. Because the Geico commercial or whatever it was. I guess, but but Salt 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 and Pepper was there, and uh, they were doing their thing. Uh, oh yeah, LL Cool J. I'm like. What year is this? You you can't do NCIS or whatever he's doing. CSI. Oh yeah, he's CSI. I think. No, I think he's NCIS Los, An- Los Angeles. Exactly. All right. Which is not the good one. Exactly. He's doing that, and now you want to come out here? It's like, listen. Once you join TV law enforcement, you don't get to do that anymore. You see Ice T out there trying to do that? No. No. Nope. Ice T knows better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my yeah. I like how he's <laughs> always shocked on that show by the depravity of humanity. Actually, I think it's great because that's exactly how a brother would respond. <laughs> like, because it's like, oh, most of the sick stuff, mm-hmm. you know who it is. There's those crazy white dudes. True. No, they're the ones eating people and stuff like that. I'm not being racist. It's proven. Yeah. You know? There's uh, something like. 80% of friggin' serial killers are single white males. Yeah, you know why? Because there ain't shit to do. <laughs> except, <laughs> bath, except bath salts. It's, apparently. I heard that was a myth. Well, the... I don't plan on going to Florida. Oh, fuck it. Man, I'd like to one day for personal reasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. But basically, people talk about New Year's resolutions and things. I got a New Year's resolution for all you people out there. You're trying to get yourself in better shape and you don't want to disappoint yourself and the people around you. Here you do. Here you go. Ready? Your New Year's resolution is getting the gym membership. So now, if you don't go, you did it. Congratulations. There you go. Stop lying to yourself. You did the thing. Stop making the first week, the first month of the New Year so busy for people that actually go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And just stay your ass home and continue doing what you're doing. Yeah, for real. If you if you are gonna do that, the key is set realistic goals. Yeah. Like to be honest, I was talking to my wife before, and she's like, um, 
So oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this. Uh, I'm gonna start this uh, weight loss thing. I'm gonna start like I'm gonna start walking. I, I want to walk like uh, seven to ten thousand steps a day. And I'm like, hold on, that's like two miles. How about this? I'm like, I say, listen, like, eh, like, so she's a bartender. She walks back and forth up up and down the bar all day. By the time she's done, her knees hurt to the point where she sits. And she, like, can't get up for an hour. Maybe you should go for, like, 5,000 steps a day. Because, like, on, on days off, she works three days a week. On the other four days, maybe don't kill yourself. You know, it's not worth literally killing yourself to get in better shape. Well, weight loss starts at the kitchen. So, mm. that's all. That's really. true. Um, That's the secret. Like, if you're too busy, then just... You gotta make sure you're you're taking less calories than you can burn. Yeah, something like that. Or like like, but the thing about realistic goals, like if you've never lift, if you've never done a bicep curl before, don't go straight for the fifty pound dumbbell. Don't go straight for the twenty pound dumbbell. Go for the hundred pound one. Start with the ten. <laughs> see if you can do it. If you can, see how many you can do. Gauge from there realistically. If you do. If you if you could do ten curls with a ten pound and you feel like you can still go, okay, finish that set. Next set, do twenty. Instead of doing instead of jogging and stuff, you could start with the Scrooge McDuck swimming, walking around in a circle. You know when he oh. used to like he used to think he'd walk oh, around in a circle yeah, 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 yeah. and like sometimes he's thinking really hard. Yeah, so, like he'll walk a hole in the carpet. Yeah, yeah, do that, that one episode I think. Doesn't matter. I remember it. <laughs> I remember cut, it. Baby. I remember it. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was just like, you know, go swim in your money bin. If like, they, what? Swimming's good too. Swimming's you could great. pretend that the pool is your money mm-hmm. because, you know, you got liquid funds too. Just don't do the backstroke because you might just swim into someone. Yeah. Well, unless you have your own pool, which would be nice. Well, if you got your own pool, you don't have that many problems, do you? Nope. <laughs> got 99 problems, but my A own pool, pool ain't one. one. Mm hmm. So, shall we jump into our NRB before we get to the main event, which is, of course, the 2019, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet, the 2019 Golden Pencil Award, a.k.a. The Bookies. Mostly because we have to warm up for a half hour (laughs) before we go anywhere. (laughs) You know, know, the vocal cords are a muscular structure. Like any muscle, you need to warm it up. Yeah. We are now properly warmed up. We can we can project our voices, we can enunciate and also projectile vomit. Let's not. <laughs> That's a Yeah. Right there. I'm not he, doing it. He's gonna puke. I don't know how to do that. I guess you could. You gotta take your fingers and go I no, never did that. No. It'll yeah, mess you up. Yeah. Anyway. Not a whole lot of news this week. The first thing I want to say is congratulations to Andrade and Charlotte. They got engaged yeah. on New Year's. If you if you can't if you can't make it through the card, working really really hard, then Ma- you got marry a flare. You got to use what you got. I don't know what it is. I don't know if Andrade's trying to move up the card or Charlotte's trying to compete with her father for marriages. But hey, here we are. And titles, Mat- titles and marriages. Woo. Do what you got to do. Uh, all joking aside, blah, 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 congratulations or whatever. Yes. 
Um, actually, I don't like to congratulate people mm-hmm. until they're married for like I don't know a year or two, mm. especially like that's the way it is with famous people. They're oh, weird, you the, know. The eighty-three day rule. Sure, yeah. I'm not good with that. Does that equate to two years? No, eighty-three days is how long uh, Kim Kardashian and someone else was married. Oh, I didn't know that. You know a lot uh, about TMZ. I don't even remember the guy. Oh, it might have been Ray J or something. Oh, that's that's the guy she made a tape with. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that that's the guy that made her famous. Yeah, or the guy she made famous. I don't know. Yeah. Hashtag anyway, um. So I wasn't able to get to WWE.com for their awards. Do you wanna? I forgot to mention that. You know, it's very unprofessional for you to just throw something out. There. I did kind of think it was obvious when I said, "Hey, I can't get to it." But the... it's not everything's obvious, Rich. Right. So should we start with the NXT year-end awards? I mean, since that's all you decide to work for, and mm-hmm. I can check the yeah, other thing on y- my y- phone. You're right. I completely uh, slacked. And... Paying my internet bill. So first uh, of all, <laughs> no, I know they were sending you emails, weren't they? No. Oh, that's messed up. They should have been sending you emails. Be like, so you you didn't pay my, this month. You, got, you guys all right? Not that it's anybody's business, especially yours. Mm, especially my email is not the one connected to the account. Okay. All right. You do do the thing, and then I'll do the other thing. So I actually have kind of a breakdown of votes here. This was posted on Raja by Jeff Whalen. I don't know if this was compiled by another site. i got to get rid of this ad here, though, which is incredibly in the way. Maybe not. Maybe not. You think I should right. edit the podcast to put the boos and the yes after everything and just start with the NRB into the thing? Just a peek behind the curtain. If you want. Because it's like it's a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. But like if you start it, you're like, where's, where's the wrestling? You know? Maybe. I don't know. I'll I, figure it out, I guess. I don't have I don't have a strong opinion on that. I'm glad you don't. All right, so I'm going to take these one by one. So take over the year. Uh, the winner was take over 25. Um, apparently, so they have this separated by NXT Universe votes. Legends Hall of Famers votes. Performance Center coach votes, USA Network votes, and media votes. So the media votes, since I'm already down here, voted for TakeOver War Games. Sorry, TakeOver New York as TakeOver of the Year. USA Network voted for War Games. I got it in front of me, so go ahead. Cool. Performance Center coaches voted for War Games. Um, TakeOver New York was also voted for by the Legends and Hall of Famers, and WWE Universe also voted for TakeOver War Games. I'm partial to New York, because that's where I live. Yeah. But War Games is the shit. So none of these people voted for TakeOver 25. I'm not sure how this works exactly. Does it matter? Uh, no. I'm just not going to talk about the, um, the breakdown then, because I don't know how they, how the hell this, they, they got this stuff. Yeah, it's extra fluff that really, you know, doesn't change the outcome. Right. So match of the year was Adam Cole versus Gianni Gargano at TakeOver New York. What were the... I don't know. Oh. Uh, rivalry of the year was Gargano versus Cole. Yep. Um, would I agree? I think I would agree, yes. I... Yes, yes. Tag team of the year was Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, representing the Undisputed Era. Poor Street Profits. Getting called up. 
quote unquote. Yeah. Breakout star of the year was Keith Lee. I agree. Uh, yeah. Like Riddle probably would have been. No, he didn't have that much of a. Because what's what's what clinched it like a butthole for mm. Keith Lee was t- was Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Riddle did Riddle Riddle wrestle Survivor Series right? See exactly. You don't okay. even know. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, but you remember Keith Lee. Oh yeah. So that freaking and he and he got gift. You know. Yep. So that's it. That's yep. really all you need to uh, that pounce into the audience was great. Yeah, exactly. He's the, the moment maker. They're calling him. Oh yeah, man. That's that's a good that's a good name to have. Future star of the year, Dakota Kai. Yeah, okay. I'll give it to her. Uh female competitor of the year, Shayna Baszler. Male competitor of the Disagree. year. Disagree. Who would you have female of the year for? Ray NXT? Ripley. She wasn't in vanilla NXT for all that long. As I understand it, this excludes NXT UK. Well, I disagree. Okay. Which I'm allowed to do. You are. Because in a single wait, has is it the same year she was wasn't she the champion, the UK champ and the women's champ? Because she ended the year as the NXT women's champion. At the in, in two thousand nineteen, was she the women's champion? I think so. That's interesting. That's an interesting fact. It is. You keep that, I'm gonna check it out. I th- I think Shayna had a more dominant year though, overall. Yeah, I just don't like him. I hear Plus, you. like, why does he get to be in the women's category? Oh. JK! Okay. We've, we've discussed that before. Uh, male competitor of the year, Adam Colbebe, who also won for overall competitor of the year. Uh, I'm checking on that. I know. Be sure to stick around for the Golden Pencil Awards coming don't up. Go anywhere. I got also the Backstage Awards. Mm. Uh, I also have the Dusty Classic Brackets. Yeah, she, it was from 2018 to 2019 that she had it. So it stands to reason she held both championships in one year. Yeah, so she started the year as one champ. Lost it. The inaugural. Yes, and I lost it, and then won it, won the NXT championship from from the most dominant champion NXT has had since Oscar. Yep. Okay, dokie. So I have here the year-end awards for the backstage. So for male superstar of the year, they got Bray Wyatt. Female Becky Lynch. Tag team for the Means, New Day, and Women's Tag Team of the Year, the Kabukaki Warriors, <laughs> uh, Breakthrough Superstars of the Year, the Street Profits, mm. Moment of the Year, Kofi Kingston winning the new, winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 35. Street Profits Breakout of the Year. Yeah, I don't know who. The nominees were doesn't say. I don't so know. Yeah, I don't know if I, I disagree. I don't know if I necessarily disagree. But then again, like by default, I've known the Street Profits for over a year now. What about Humberto Carrillo? He had a great year. Ricochet had a great year. Ricochet had a year. You know? Yeah, he had a year. 
I don't know. I think did he come in last year? No, Mania. Oh, here's the thing about Ricochet. I think he's great, but every time I come out, he comes out, I feel like I should have a different reaction than what I'm having. Like, my reaction is like, oh, Ricochet is here. Cool. That's like, you think somebody's going to come, somebody awesome and interesting is going to come save the baby face in trouble, Mm -hmm. but then it's Ricochet. So that's the thing. So, (laughs) So he's got one of the two. He's awesome. He's not interesting. It's, he needs character development is what he needs. He's great in the ring. You know what hurts him? The whole, he's a superhero. And it's like, tell me something else. Right. Yeah. Like, Ca- develop the character. Like, he does these great things and moves and stuff. I don't know. I think he'd make a great heel. Didn't he spend some time in, what do they call it? Oh, WWE? Developmental? Yeah, but develop, I don't know. Develop I think the they character. wanted some jumpy people for... <laughs> TV. Um, listen, jumpy people are great. Ricochet is great. He was improving on the microphone when they were letting him speak. Yeah. Well, here we go. Did they give up? I don't know, man. I could. Didn't you? Didn't Paul? Wasn't it like Ricochet was a Paul Heyman project or something? And then all of a sudden he got like, you know, I don't know. Like they were trying to put the United States Championship on him, but they picked AJ instead or whatever. I don't know. I think I could have sworn there was a thing Heyman's trying to do that with him, and then it's like, I don't think so. It's certainly possible. But Takaibash on it. You know my memory. Takaibash. Um, the McMahon. Kaibash. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely okay with Street Profits. They have two victories over the OC now. They are the, the best tag team in the world. Yeah. I'm okay with the Kabuki Warriors as female tag team of the year because they've just been more on more on on their game than like uh, Bliss Cross were. They didn't let the Iconics be champions; like they were yeah. barely on. So, I know. I my thing is, why would you put the championship on a team that you're not going to feature? Exactly, and I think that's pro- probably part of what rumored Sasha and Bailey were so upset about. That they knew that the Iconics were just were just a comedy tag team, so why give them the belts? The one thing that they could have did was if they had that. This is why the, I think they put Kabuki Warriors because they defended the championship on NXT. There, there was an episode of NXT that they defended mm-hmm. the championships on. I remember they and, were talking about, and them. Sasha and Bailey said they were going to do it. And they never did on any of them. It's not even their fault, but they didn't show up on NXT. It's creator's fault. I understand that. I'm just saying yeah. that's mm-hmm. the way the way perception is. So that's all for the WWE awards, right? Yeah, thank all God. Right. So I have the. We have way more than them. Yeah, we got a lot. It's great. We got a lot, a lot of golden pencils to hand out coming up soon. But first, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is coming up once again. What an exciting time to be alive in the world. It is, and as everyone knows, the winning team gets the Dusty Cup. Which is a pair of boots. That are bronze or something. Yeah, like they used to do the baby boots. Yes. The booties. Uh, Remember we talked about that last week? Yes. So the opening brackets are... You could fit a baby in those shoes. Baby feet, yeah. No, like in Dusty's boots. You could put like a baby in there. 
that why i mean not head first yeah obviously yeah put a little baby leg on there like hey look at me i'm a little baby maybe (laughs) maybe for breezing first um so um first bracket we have imperium versus the forgotten sons imperium of course being fabian eichner and marcel bartel marcel bartel sounds like marcel marcel yeah uh, I imagine Imperium's going over there. Oh, by the way, Forgotten Sons, it's uh, the two guys that aren't Jackson Riker. Uh, next is going to be Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Facing Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Oh, I hate that guy. I know you do with, the, with his freaking motorcycle the helmet. The worst card and super card. Is he really? Vanguard-wise, yes. Wow. The worst male. Um, I'm gonna go across here. Gallus, represented by Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, uh, versus the Undisputed Era, Kyle and Bobby. Yeah, that's easy. And then the match I'm probably most looking forward to, the Grizzled Young Veterans, versus Kushida and a mystery partner. Who are the Grizzled Young Veterans? You that to is say uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake. That's okay. his name. Because I am a big Zach Gibson fan. Yeah. Liverpool's number one. The man that gets serenaded by the NXT UK universe most often. Still even as a face? He's a face now? That's Can't what be I heard. Face. I thought he was a face now. No, what? Don't uh, you said that. Did I? I don't know. It's like Damn doing it. a podcast with somebody with Alzheimer's. <laughs> I have Alzheimer's disease. And also having Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old. I I hope uh, the Grizzly Young Veterans uh, go all the way. I don't think they're going to give it to Undisputed Era. I don't think it's any of your business where how far they go together. Right. Okay? I think uh, probably Imperium would be the, my favorite. Hmm. To win the whole thing? Yeah, the whole way. They're going to be Forgotten Sons. Um, I think Riddle and Pete Dunn are going to beat Mark Adams and Flash Morgan Webster to lose in the semifinals. Uh, obviously, Grizzly Young Veterans are going to go over Kushida. I think they'll but do... But do you know who his partner is going to be? Because I have an idea. Well, which idea? Cameron Grimes. I think that's why they're keeping it a secret. Interesting. Yeah, because they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's, it'll be like a respect thing. I can see them doing something like that. Okay. So, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so, I mean, they could do that. be interesting. All right. Is there anything else before we get to the golden pencil? I don't know. Aren't you the captain? Am I? Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Just because I'm the executive producer? Look at me. I am the captain. I'm the captain now. Captain Morgan. Mm. I don't know why I did that because it's not like he's got like a tugboat, you know? Actually, they'll do that in the fog. Cause I live so close to the to the Caesars Bay. Yeah. And when it's foggy, I can hear it. That's what's missing from Fortnite in the freaking <laughs> with the with the snow the snowstorm that happens. Yeah. A foghorn. Cause you can't see. I say I say I say. Oh, not foghorn. Like not foghorn. Like one. Who was my favorite uh, Looney Tunes character, by the way? Yeah. It seems that all your favorite Looney Tune characters are racist. That's weird, right? How's he racist? I say I say, boy. I said, listen. I don't know. Some t- he called everyone boy. That's weird, right? Called, what'd you say? He called everyone boy? 
He doesn't only call little black ducklings boy. He calls everyone boy. Okay. Oh, I see how it is. Look right? how defensive you get of Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> He's not racist. He's probably based off of a racist person. Maybe. Oh, because so he's an old Southerner. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's my bias. I but if he calls all... everyone boy, I guess right. Like I call everyone bro. If a girl says to me, "Don't call me bro," all right, bro. My wife doesn't like when I call her bro. I, I, I hear you. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, but I call everyone bro. It's not, it's not a it's not a sex. What do you thing. think? You're special. You yeah. made a commitment to stay with me forever. Yeah. Right. Well, since there's no new news, thank let's God for that. Jump into the Bookie Awards for 2019. I know you've been waiting, waiting a long time for this. This is one of our favorite shows of the year. Is it? Do you want to start, or should I? Um, I don't care really. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, you and me, me and you. We are this podcast. That's I'm not, true. I'm not like you. I don't need to grandstand, you know? I'm not grandstanding. Yeah, so, right. first award is the Mike Adamley Award for Mediocre Announcing. Is this an award, though? Yes. Hmm. Why not? It's weird to award, award mediocrity, isn't it? Well, that's kind of how the whole concept of the Bookie Awards started. Yeah. You know, I miss Mike Adamley. This, yeah, this was Sometimes the first... Sometimes when I hear these nominees... I think, wouldn't it be great if Mike Adamley was here? (laughs) (laughs) All right. The Basement Boogers, he would call us. But yeah, this was the award. This was the first award I thought of. And then it just blew up from there. It is something when you think of something. Yes. So, past winners include, in 2016, David Otunga. In 2017, Percy Watson. And in 2018, who could forget, Renee Young. So, like, yeah, in case uh, you're, you're not a Mark, isn't Percy Watson, uh, what's his name? Uh, was he always Percy Watson? Yes. Cool. In, he, he was on, um. He was on NXT until he was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, he was on, he was on, like, the, the game show NXT. He was okay. season four or something like that, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for reminding me why he's on this okay. list. You know why? Because he didn't do it the right way. If he would have did like a little John, if he would did a little John, okay, then we'd be like, oh, that's awesome, man. But then it's like, I got nothing else to say. Okay. Yeah. It's that's like, usually what I say when somebody says a thing and I'm like, I don't, whatever. He probably tried it once and they're like, no, 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 dude, you got to make it your own. And he's like, okay. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And okay. His, and and his, they're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, that. That, that's your own, huh? In his defense, oh. that might have been why he left. Because, like, when you're on commentary, they're talking into your headset anyway. Like, say the thing. Mm. Say it. Mm. I don't want to say it. <laughs> say it. Say the word. And then he does it. So, without further ado, the nominees are Beth Phoenix, Nigel McGinnis, Jerry the King Lawler, good old JR, and Jim Cornette. And here's where we discuss who we think should win this uh, prestigious insulting award. I don't need prompts. Uh, this is hard because King and JR are equally bad. 
but it's not their fault. Like, to me, JR isn't that bad. King is. Like, I'm going to disqualify something right here. You, you, you can't put Beth Phoenix or Nigel because they're with Mauro Ronaldo. Why? So, be- Wait, why? Because you can't even hear them, really. Like, what? anybody commentating with Mauro mm. Ronaldo on a team, they're going to lose. It doesn't matter because he's just the best. Like, I don't think it's fair to have them here. Okay. Because it's like, Nigel has experience of actually wrestling. So, I don't know. So does Beth remind us. I don't need a reminder for that. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, she... That's the problem with a three-man team. It's like she's not really adding anything. True. Because you have Nigel with the experience. Beth does have the the experience, but it's like, I don't know, how many women's matches are there on an NXT usually? One or two. One or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a woman would feel the same pain a man does, except, you know, let's talk about crotch shots. That's the first year for her. Mm-hmm. Uh... I don't think Cornette was nearly as bad as King and JR. Agreed. And I don't think JR was as bad as King. JR, at least when he's flubbing, it's not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, JR, he's old. And King, it's just, please stop. It's like, I can't do this with you anymore, sir. And he used to be really good, but it's like, you know, sometimes people grow and the things you didn't you liked before, you don't like them so much now. So, is it King? It's gotta be, because I already, uh, personally, I gave my reasons to, you know. Congratulations, Jerry the King Lawler, for winning the Golden Bookie for Mediocre Announcing. You will receive it in the mail eventually. Yeah, uh, should you decide to accept mail from T-Marks. Yes. (laughs) Alright, am I supposed to... Yeah. Is this like We're gonna alternate. Pong? Yeah. Just like Pong. This is the most high res version of Pong I've ever played in my life. <laughs> I used to have Pong on Atari. Oh, I never had, I had Pong. Atari. Okay, so the Shockmaster Award for failed debuts. Is that how you say it? And We're, I'll say yes. Slash <laughs> repackaging uh past winners mm. uh da- make Darren Young great again. Remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. Interesting. I see what they were doing. It was kind of like Make America Great Again because he also it was also red and white colors for his things. Yeah, interesting. Uh, twenty seventeen was the Blowjob Brothers. Bludgeon is pronounced Bl- Bludgeon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forty six. Uh, twenty eighteen. They had great music though. Lastly. Yeah. Yeah. My sisters. I love my sisters. Oh, that was so bad. Yeah. And Sami Zayn, he's like, ah, fuck your sisters, bro. They're dudes. And he's like, no, man, I'm going to beat you up. And he did beat him up. Remember? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then he maybe retired, kind of, sort of. All right. So there's only two here. Uh Oh, he's back. He's wrestling. Mojo? No. Oh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, he had a match. He was in the tag team thing with... uh Shinsuke Makamura and uh, Cesaro, why do I wear short pants? Can you show a little more respect for our intercontinental champion? Yes, I will show more respect for your intercontinental champion. With with what I feel is the prettiest intercontinental championship that has ever existed. Pretty. 
Yes, wow, it's a pretty that's belt. An interesting word. It's a pretty belt. It's not as pretty as the the Vagina Divas Championship. I think that's the prettiest. Or the the Vagina the Uterus Cup. I think the Divas Championship is way prettier than that. Because like when I see that, I think of like vagina, a uterus. Yeah, like it's an internal thing. Oh yeah, the Divas the Championship. Mm-hmm. You think about what's external. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest creations on God's green earth. Mm-hmm. That which bore us all life. All human life. And alien life, if you were to believe certain science fiction movies. No, we don't know how they birth. I think it's like one alien, like like a baby bird that will just like spit into the other alien's mouth and then it travels into the stomach and they're like, you know, all right. So, <laughs> um, all right. So we only have two here, and that's okay. Mainly because I can't really think of anything. That and, and even if we did think of anything else, it's gonna come down to these two anyway. So it's, there was a there was a time when Mojo Raleigh had like a thing with his, like his mirror, and like he had like blue paint on his face, almost like like I don't know glacier. What? I guess, and it's like, and then Shelton Benjamin, he's like, you'd ask him a question, and he'd just look around all, all over the place, the googly eyes, and then nothing. Just uh, To be fair, there's still a chance that that's, this could be something. The googly eyes? Yeah, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Right. Um, Considering we haven't even seen Shelton, and Luis Mojo's getting more TV time again. Yeah, it's funny how Shelton Benjamin... Is one of the best wrestlers alive, but mm-hmm. he's got nothing to do. That's crazy. All right, so what do you think here? I'm going to say... I'm going to say the googly eyes. I think Mojo and his mirror were interesting. Yeah. The googly eyes only made me say, what are you doing? All right, so I'm going to go with Shelton. But side note, mm-hmm. I was watching that New Year's thing on Fox. You know who was on there? Gronkowski. Really? Yeah. And just listening to him, it's like, holy crap, these guys really are best friends. Because hmm. they sound almost the same. <laughs> but Gronk is actually cool. Mm-hmm. Like, he seems really cool. Like, Jeff Har- they had, like, a Steve Harvey because he was hosting it. Mm-hmm. Somebody made, like, a Lego head. A leg, a head, uh, like a bust. You know, like a bust. You know, like a statue. It's like the shoulder mm-hmm. and the head yeah. of Steve Harvey. And it was like the hundred year anniversary of the NFL or whatever, and Gronk's wearing like old school football gear, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm gonna celebrate hundred years of the NFL." And he takes the bust of Steve Harvey and he just spikes it into the ground. What was it like, made of? Legos. Oh, you did say that? Wow, I thought That's it was what awesome. I thought. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." But did he then choke slam anyone onto the Legos? No. I think that, I think it's a missed opportunity not to bring him into the NF, uh, WWE. I agree. I think I think they they're working on it. I think they're talking. Oh, that would be so cool. Because I mean, remember he did the thing at Mania He's with Jinder. So fun. I want to be friends with him, and I don't want to be friends with anyone. <laughs> not even me. No. It's been too barely. Long. I know. The statutes of limitations keeps us friends. Yeah, it's, like, it's like listen, we're, we're stuck. Look, uh, by law, <laughs> you guys are friends for life. Also, you know, how how are we going to do the podcast? I don't know. 
I don't know how people do things with people. Like, either, like I'll say something, you'll be like, shut up, you idiot. That's my Jerry. That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I, I only heard it like six times today. Well, like, no, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's, it's only good when the person saying it is an actual idiot, because then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the We've Seen Enough Award for what we've seen enough of. 2016, uh, the winner was Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. 2017, the winner was Two. Sweet! And 2018 was Baron Corbin as general manager. This year's nominees are Vince's No Action During a Commercial Break, goddammit, rule. Lana's acting. And Shane as the best. In the world. <laughs> you made me laugh. <laughs> he took off his headset. He they probably was, heard it. <laughs> he, knew, he, knew, he knew I was going to do it. Yeah. I could have gone longer. It's in surround sound. Now. I've said that before. Yes, it is in surround sound. So the no action during commercial break rule was annoying. It's a, it was annoying when it's like you notice it. It was so transparent. It's like, uh, this is going to be a two out of three falls match. Or like, now we're a, now because this guy came in, it's a tag team match. We're yeah. We start it after the break. Yeah. And what happens during? I don't know. They just stand around. Yeah. Talk. Just do picture in picture. So, it's so, it was so transparent. Like, I don't mind transparency, but just make it make sense. It didn't make any damn sense. Lana's acting, has it improved? I don't know. Here's I, the thing. I, I don't know if it's intentional or so not. So here's the thing. I think her acting has improved. She still gets flustered by the crowd. Did you watch Raw? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Did you see her kiss the black off Bobby Lashley? <laughs> like, what even? <laughs> I couldn't stop. Like, oh my God, like wait a second. Is it is he actually Brock Lesnar and they just paint him black? Well, you gotta do a lot more than that. That's a very convincing bald cap. It is, you know. And they already draw his eyebrows on. It's true. He's like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what kind of emotion are we gonna convey today, Bobby? I want you to paint all my angry eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> angry eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Listen, it, you it, can't, it can't, sucks you can't make fun of the alopecia. Because they can't do it at the, they can't do it on the fly. You're like, okay, now he's not angry, he's confused. We gotta put the confused eyebrows on. <laughs> oh, he, he could duck under the ring. I guess. Like like your old school blade job. Hmm. Or like they just let him just do it with a marker. Like, <laughs> like another old school blade job. Yeah. So, which of these have we had the most of? The no action during commercial break well, was they blatant. Changed, they fixed it. They did fix it. And they did fix it relatively quickly. I yeah. feel like they knew how annoying it was and transparent. I'm going to go with Shane. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Because if you, if you look at the timeline... Because we knew where that was going. And it was just annoying. Yeah, but it lasted longer. Like, this Lana thing's recent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, she wasn't always good at that. Right. 
I'm, I don't know, man, because, like, she makes me believe that she's actually doing stuff with Bobby Lashley. So, I don't know if that's good acting or they have an arrangement or what. That's cool with me. Could be an arrangement. And apparently it's a multi-way arrangement. I don't know. We got, we, we could talk about that later. I can't wait. That reminds me, um, just before we, before we go ahead, this wasn't in the news, but did you see what Joey Ryan said about the storyline? No. I'll take any, I'll listen to anything Joey Ryan has to say. Uh, he said, as long as you keep using gay, his word, gay, I probably just said homosexuality, as a, for shock value, people are going to continue to not understand that it's normal. Hmm. Like, for for straight people, gay might not be, you know, like, going on the idea of it being, of, like, it not being a choice, which I think the vast majority of people understand now it's not a choice. Um, that, like, imagining being gay is foreign to straight people. Imagining being straight is foreign to gay people, but it doesn't make it abnormal. And he's he's basically saying, if you stop, if you continue treating it as shock value, just doing it for shock value, it's not gonna be accepted. It's 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 basically showing that they're still out of touch. I'd agree, but to me, it the shock value wasn't that there was a thing going on between them because that's the case. First of all, Lana's it would be. That she's bisexual, right? Number one and number two. But I think he was talking about Liv being gay. Yeah, but to, but again, we don't know if she's gay or bisexual. Yeah, but that and like, I don't know if it's like. I want to see if I can find the actual. Tweet. I don't know if that's the situation. Like the shock was for me was they were. It looked like they were going somewhere interesting with the Liv Morgan character, and then they slot her. Into this thing. Right. To me, it was like, oh, it's Liv Morgan. Not that, oh, she's a woman and she likes another woman. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't enough time to elaborate in that at all. Right. We don't know it where they're going. It could have been that Liv was just misconstruing what her relationship with Lana was. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. Let me just see if I can find his tweet so I can... More yeah, properly, you should be ready with that shit next time. Quote it. Uh-huh. I gotta do like sassy mama. Uh huh. Like that. You know that's right. Like that. Mm-hmm. You know that's right. Show you right. All right, so while you do that, I got another tweet from Marty Janetti. Can someone explain this to me? I had accidental late-night desperate sex with a neighbor girl. We both parted smiling. Now almost a year later, she filed for child support on two kids. I only made sex to her once. 
what up with that? Seriously? Seriously. 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 V. Marty Jannetty. Yes. Doesn't he know how to make tag teams? I don't know, but this is hilarious. Of course he doesn't know how to make tag teams. This is hilarious. We made sex with what? Two kids. I see him like doing all the math on his head, like that meme with the dude looking at all the equations. Yeah. <laughs> or he's on the Charlie Day with the conspiracy board. Tushing <laughs> everywhere. It's like, what is this happening? Oh man. Should have a segment called Crazy Tweets. Just read them. Yeah. Man, you're killing me. Sorry, apparently there was a thing. Someone like. Just the guy. Just the guy. Hey, maybe by the time. He retweets a lot, apparently. Apparently. Too bad you can't search someone's timeline on Twitter. I mean, you probably could, but we're not savvy enough, savvy. Yeah. Killing me softly with this weight. Killing me softly. Remember Lauren Hill? Remember the Fugees? The Fugees. Yup, I had that album. Wow, really? I did. I bought it myself with my own money. Was that Wiz money or PC Richards money? How long Wiz. ago was this? Wiz. Ah, was. Was mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, if you want your child back, you better back your child. Mm-hmm. All right, here's his, here's his tweet. Cause Thank it's, it's, God. It's, Holy it's from, shit. It's from uh, New Year's Eve. That's why it was so long ago. So yes, two days he ago. posted the video. He took the clip um, from WWE. Yes, from their, from their Twitter make more account. noise. And <laughs> he took the clip from their from their uh, from WWE's official Twitter, and he says, "This is so bad, and the talent isn't at fault. It falls on the writers. Using gay for shock value perpetuates the idea that it is unusual or odd, which keeps stereotypes alive. No wonder WWE struggles to find a millennial audience." I mean, every, the guy's uh, intelligent and has a mind, you know, for the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe him. Uh, but yeah, like I, I don't disagree. But that's that's kind of how the world is, though, right now. Like a lot of people are doing that. It's like it almost feels like forced because it's like, okay, we need to cast a gay couple. We need to cast an interracial couple. We need to have this. It has to be this kind of lead because of this and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotta have someone that looks like everyone. Just things just have to happen organically. And Mm -hmm. it's like until we treat everything as normal, it's not going to be normal. Right. There's there's no homogeny yet. Yeah, like, uh, I saw this clickbait article about, like, oh, Marvel saying they're gonna have a, a transgender character in a movie or something. It's like, so? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have to make a thing about it? Yeah, that should be... Because I watch... Oh, this is gonna take away all my free cred. But Supergirl already did it, the TV show, without mm-hmm. 
saying anything. Mm. I didn't see anything about it on the internet. Maybe right. I don't look about it. I don't read up on it. Mm. Jessica Jones season three had a character that was, and it's like I didn't even think. I had to look up. Is is because it was very <laughs> convincing, I guess. Or right. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm just not good at detecting. It's a good thing I'm married. Yeah, I don't have to worry about being fooled. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, you of know? course not. Also, there was the controversy of uh, Disney, like uh, casting. I think like a Hispanic girl as Ariel or a black girl as Ariel in like a live action. It's like so. Yeah, they're like, oh, where the story was written, they really didn't have that many um around. So it's like whatever, you know. It's like I don't care. Like, guess what? Guess like Ariel... something that's not real. Yeah, you could make it whatever you want. And Ariel is a mermaid. How do you know what color a mermaid is? By the way, spoiler alert, mermaids don't exist. Well, also, like, your skin is determined by the sun. Right. There's no sun in the ocean, so she'd be pale anyway. But the ocean, depending on, like, if she was, like, deep in the ocean, you're correct. But if she stayed near the surface a lot, the ocean would actually amplifies the sun's rays. That's why it's easier to get a sun burn when you're perpetually in the water. I believe they'd like deep in there. Probably, That's how yeah. they stay hidden. Under the sea. Yeah, like it's, it's trouble. Told us. It's trouble, man. King Triton's like, hey, hey! Get your ass down here, girl. Don't mess with them humans. Yeah. Trying to get legs and stuff. You have to give up your voice to be with a man or something. Some kind of weird allegory thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think a movie like that can be really made like with the way people are now. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot wrong with the world today. I but don't care. What's not like, wrong yeah. with the world is this next bookie award for yeah, the you most. You took us down another road. The I wasn't most. Ready for it. Yes, the <laughs> most excellently executed year. This is yours, I believe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's let's put let's 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 uh let's not put the basement bookers in here because uh. <laughs> okay. Um, we had a good year, but we can't we can't award ourselves. That's just no. no. Uh, all right, so this was put together by Rich, um, and he most excellently executed year. Uh, that's someone who had a good year. Uh, for 2016-2017 is AJ Styles, and last year was Seth Rollins. And ironically enough, he's not on here for this year because he sucks. Okay, hmm. so uh, we got Becky Lynch, Jonathan Moxley, Christopher Jericho, Ewe, Ewe, undisputed era. I know. I just want to say Ewe and Nick Aldis. All right. Uh, Nick Aldis is the real, the world champion, the real world champion, the national treasure himself. Yeah. Um, seeing as how he hasn't, I haven't been seeing him do his thing for the full year. I'm gonna not pick him for me. Okay. I don't know if you agree. No, that's fair. I, mean... I do. I like. I. Uh, in case he's listening, I think he's one of the more believable champions in recent history, mm-hmm. to his credit. Um, Undisputed Era as a group, uh, it's kind of hard because I feel like if you say Adam Cole had an ex- most excellently executed year, and... He's been up against, like, the people he's been up against are top tier. Undisputed Era, I guess, Viking Raiders or whatever they call them down there. And I don't know who else they, what, Street Profits, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho 
I mean, wrestled all over the world. Um, John Moxley, I mean, aside from the initial him popping up somewhere else and doing his own thing, it's like, while he's doing his own thing, it's like, ah, what's, what's happening here? Uh, I'm in, I don't know. I think Becky Lynch would be it because she main, she's a woman. Not because she's a woman, but she main evented <laughs> WrestleMania and pinned Ronda Rousey. And she's been the most consistent. Yeah, she's been the most consistent and the whole build and all that stuff. And she didn't get beat by Shayna Baszler. She didn't. So I'll pick her. It, you know, maybe it's up to, for debate. But I mean, it's it's a little tough to argue. Like realistically. Undisputed Era as a faction. Uh, let me see. They're in the faction of the year. Imagine. Tag team of the year. Yeah, they're in faction of the year. Um, so we can, we can definitely consider them a little differently. Mox and Jericho. Mm. Mm, All Elite wasn't around all year. They've been around for most of the year, but it's a little tough to gauge. You know, Becky has just been consistent. You know, being on the road every week. You know, it says something. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree and say Becky. Yeah, kind of changed the world a little bit. Uh, yup, you're up. Alrighty. Next is the Scott Hall. You want a war? You're gonna get one. The Indie Ship Jumpers of the Year, 2016. The winner was AJ Styles. The winner in 2017 was Adam Cole. And last year, we had Ricochet. Now we have a new company, two new companies, actually, in the, in, um, on list here. So aside from WWE, we have NWA with the recent resurgence and All Elite Wrestling. Impact has kind of fallen by the wayside. That means I haven't watched it in literally over a year. Uh, if you were to ask me what's going on in Impact, I would just say Tessa Blanchard, and I don't know. Right. Tessa <laughs> Blanchard, Sammy Callahan. And things. Um, and they fucked up and lost Killer Cross. Um, so, the nominees are... Um, yeah, none of these actually went to WWE. Yeah. So, because uh, there was kind of an outflux, if you will. So, the nominees are John Moxley, Chris Jericho, Darby Allen in his first national wrestling role. Santana and Ortiz, they came from Impact. Eli Drake, same story. And that bastard pack. Who also left WWE. Yeah. I'm gonna say Chris Jericho because he took like out of all these people here, he's taking the real risk. Mm-hmm. Because you're going from being able to do WWE dates whenever you feel like it and having that lifelong uh, business relationship with Vince and going at it and trying to help build uh, AEW with Cody and them. And just like just a meme machine. A little bit of the bubbly, El Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got like a 
stable. So he's building Santana and Ortiz by being a part of his team. And Sammy Guevara and Yeah, Jake but Hager. I was just going by what's on here. Yeah, true. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, like with the inner circle, like you said, to your credit, and now he's got a feud with Moxley. So that, and, you know, he wrestled Darby Allen, also giving him, you know, the rub a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he covers like a third of this. Thing yeah, here. true. So I'm going to go with Chris Jericho. I cannot deny the mean master. I mean, he, he has had a tremendous year. Um, the lexicon of Jericho now. List is interesting. I think um, the only scar on the record here for Jericho is losing the championship. Literally. Not like losing a match, but like oh, yeah, yeah, leaving yeah. it in the restaurant. Yeah, but he got it. Bro. Kind of a big whoopsie. Big whoop. We haven't heard about the NXT UK Championship being recovered yet. No, nah, it's gone. Because it's got the WWE logo on it, I think, and people know that. Yeah. If you're not a wrestling fan, you know the WWE logo. If you're not a wrestling fan, you don't know what the hell an AEW is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's gone. I'm surprised not on eBay. It's probably just in a hawk shop for like 50 bucks. Or someone's just keeping it. I swear I don't have the UK title. No one is denying that you have it. Despite a photo with it on my shoulder. I mean, uh, Walter put it there. Yeah, well, you know, it's you and two hundred other marks. That's right. You know, pay for it. So there you I go. hear you. Next up, Jerry. That's my name. Don't wear it out, Jerry. No, seriously, you can't Jerry. wear my name. On I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write it on the table here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep wiping it until it's gone. I'm gonna wear it out. Yeah, so for my wife sees it, she'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Oh, I got a clean table anyway. Yeah, smack your bitch up. How about that? What? <laughs> 311 from 1997? What? No, man, that's Prodigy. Oh, yeah, Prodigy, that's what I meant. How dare you, yeah, sir? No. You better hand in your whatever genre of music card that is. What is that? <laughs> All right, well, the steam shoots out of your ears. I'm going to move on to... They're British, I know that, and I remember the video. Entrance music of the year... All right, 2016 was Bobby Roode Boy. Uh, 2017 is Alice the Black Boy. And 2018 was the Scottish Psychopath himself, Drew McIntyre. Uh, this year's nominees, Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Sasha Banks, Bayley, and The Fiend. All these nominees are interesting in their own way. Obviously, um, they all have new music to them. At uh, least Jericho did his. Jericho performed his own. Sasha performed on hers. Yeah, but it's done by your cousin Snoop. Uh, I don't know any, wh- who did Bailey's. I was it was probably uh, what do they call them again? Damn it! Those guys that do oh all CFOs. Of them. Yeah, the yeah. CFOs. Oh yeah, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um, the Fiends is really awesome. It's a it's uh I don't know why you listen to this podcast. We don't know the Fiends. I'm gonna music. go with that one. The Fiends because it doesn't just change. It doesn't just. It changes the air of the night. Like, I don't know if it's because of the whole, like, production around it, but it does it on a bigger scale. It sets the mood. Yeah. Along with the lighting, it, it, it it's a true mood setter. It sets the pace. He comes out at a very deliberate pace with it. Like, The Fiend, Jericho, and Cody's themes, they all fit their characters. 
But the fiend, it just, his whole thing transforms everything. Yeah. Like, Cody's got smoke and lights and, and mirrors. fire and pyro and all that, but it's like, and but, it's a good song, but yeah, it's not the theme. To me, to me, I was thinking of the personal nature of the song, how it tells his story of his father paving the way, being the son of a plumber. And the theme also it tells a story. It does. So... So listen, I'm I'm not trying to argue against Fiend. I just wanted to get the story of Cody's in there. Cause no, you're right what, about that. Because Jericho, the the if you listen to his, it's also kind of like, you know, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a pain maker. Pain Which is interesting maker. because the the song Judas in my mind was written before he was in the AEW. Yeah, but he probably so maybe, picked it for his character because it's like it goes with how his character is. Or even just to reverse, maybe he had the character in mind when he wrote that song. There's no way to tell. And with uh, him, it's like, you know. Yeah, you can't, yes, believe, can't, you, you can't, you can't believe a damn word he says. That's why he's so great. So. It has to be, right? Ah, I can't argue. Next up, uh, we have another award that changes his name every year based on whatever happened the previous year. This year, it is called the Daniel Bryan Award for the return of the year, formerly known as the Jedi Award, because I couldn't think of a name last year and the year before. 2016 had no winner, because it wasn't around yet. 2017, the return of the year was the Hardys. 2018, obviously, was Daniel Bryan. This year's nominees are Bray Wyatt as the Fiend, or as Bray Wyatt himself, because he is two characters now, in a way. Roman Reigns, following a that big victory over leukemia. Tommaso Ciampa following the big victory over neck surgery in just seven months. That should have kept him out for at least a year. And Tegan Knox following double knee surgery. Hmm. I think um, <sighs> since returning, Bray Wyatt has had the most impact. Obviously because he became the Universal Champion. Changed the belt. Got a second version of the belt for his second character. Roman Reigns is always going to be Roman Reigns. He's always going to be considered the top of the card. The big dog. But he hasn't done much. But since coming he back. He was going to die. That's right. <laughs> and I don't want to take away from that. Yeah. He just hasn't done much since he's come back. Mm. I'm happy he's back. I'm glad. Listen, like, I appreciate Roman Reigns for his work ethic. I would say. For what he brings to the table. I would say getting Baron Corbin over is kind of a big deal. Hmm. Corbin's always been hated by the fans. Yeah, but he's he got a vic he's got a pinfall victory by hook or by crook. He does. Over Roman Reigns. I think the only one. Since his return. That's very likely. He said so, but he's a heel. But I believe him because I don't think so. I don't think I know about that. That that's like, I I can't remember a lot of Roman Reigns losses. All right, I'll put it to you yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he hasn't. Hmm. Champa's was big. Mm-hmm. Um, Tegan Knox was was pretty big. Also, key storyline for going to um, NXT Takeover War Games. Amazing heel turn by Dakota Kai. We'll get to that though. Um, 
I thought the favorite going in was Bray Wyatt. Are you really that um stuck on Roman? No, I'm just my shoulders are killing me. I'm like No no no, no I'm, I'm just asking. I wasn't even looking at you. Nah, I don't know, man. I feel like if I don't then I'm gonna be given leukemia. Uh I think I'll agree, I think it's Bray Wyatt also because, like I don't know, I just He's doing some crazy stuff when he's still the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keep in mind, he like he's doing all the creative, as far as we know. As far as we know, and it, it, the character itself is kind of a catalyst for a lot of other storylines. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's not going to be his last award. So I guess we could just give it to him. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like he, he's the only one that's not a return from injury, like. Going back to previous winners, the Hardys weren't a return from injury. Yeah, I know. So I'm just I don't know. It's just some it's one thing to beat cancer to come back. You know what? If you want we can we can do a Roman Reigns award for <laughs> for defeating cancer and the inaugural winner would be Roman Reigns and he'll just be the he'll he'll keep the award until someone else does so. How about fuck cancer? Let's just give it to Bray Wyatt. Doesn't matter. Alright, cool. Okay. Oh, we can call it the... Uh, oh, no, we can't. Never mind. That's okay, buddy. I was going to say. I'll mm-hmm. tell you later. Uh, uh, I was going to say call it the Bobby Heenan Award. Yeah. yeah that that don't wouldn't know. work. That's Unfortunately. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right. Um, are you sure you want to do this one? I, I, I definitely do. This is a personal, personal favorite of mine. Mm. This is the... Smoke show of the year. Yeah, it's good that you're doing this one because I have to do the writing one for the females. Choice. Look, Facebook Booker's podcast is not misogynist. Mm. We also we also have female listeners and maybe male listeners who might be interested in the next category. We should we should have had Farron do that one. We can do it next year. She works late. That was the original plan. Mm. I don't remember. Obviously, because this, oh. <laughs> this is like doing All right. a, a podcast with a with a grandpa. All right, so so like for next year, Can you be a step grandpa. Yes, maybe one day you will be. I had a I had a step granddad. Listen, so if you want, like next for next year, she can like start thinking about her options in December, in like on like December first, and just eventually, like by yeah. But she gave she gave me everything. She's just not saying it. Oh, okay. I please. All right. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I said it's a write-in. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making it up. All no, right. she. I didn't pick. She okay. did. Let let the record show. Not you that know, there's anything wrong with that. You know, if I could ask anyone for anything for Christmas, it would be a memory upgrade for my brain. I think that we would jam <laughs> that ram so hard in there <laughs> that your uh, past self would feel it. I think my brain still takes freaking floppies. The that. big, the big five and a half inch, not the three, three and a half. Your anyway, not that big, bro. <laughs> Thankfully, so smoke show of the year. Now there are a lot of nominees here because I couldn't, I yeah, quite I, narrow it down. I just went with a whole bunch of my favorites, and boy, AKA dirty pervert. Yes. <laughs> so the nominees are Lana. Oh, previous winners. Twenty sixteen was. I got I got a. Spell this name because Alexa? of Alexa. Yeah, because of your oh. Amazon device. 
I said it. You did. Happened. Bliss. 2017's <laughs> winner was the lovely Peyton Royce, and 2018's winner was who's absent from this year. Oh, there she is. Never mind. Yeah, of course she's here. So, uh, nominees are Lana, Carmella. I will disqualify the first two. We'll get to that. Okay. Oh, uh, so Bliss, Io Shirai, Zelina Vega, Scarlett Bordeaux, the smoke show herself, Tony Storm, Lacey Evans, Brandy Rose, Mandy Rose. I shouldn't put those two together like that. <laughs> Renee Michelle, Allie, a.k.a. The Bunny. I don't even know if she's going by Allie right now. Penelope Ford and Camille. What is the criteria for this? That they're just hottest? Or? Yeah. I don't find... Like, when I was watching an episode of SmackDown and Carmella was wrestling Mandy mm-hmm. and the story was that Mandy's like, oh, you'll never look as good as me. And Carmella's like, I'm Mella Money. and I'm way better. And I'm like, I can't agree with you because like i just i'm looking at this list and i'm not no one here is unattractive but you gotta pick what you think i don't think lana and carmella qualify really wow like to say to say lana doesn't that's yeah all right okay mainly because for me it's like a total package Mm mm-hmm if I can't, I can't talk to you. I can't, when you talk, it's like I don't. There's nothing here. Okay, so like maybe you're like I'm gonna preface this in case it's this gets brought up in our future mm-hmm. that we a are idiots, <laughs> b we're idiots, yeah, and c you're an idiot if you <laughs> if you're gonna use this against us, yeah. And it's, this is complete objectivity. Yeah, and it's like, also, uh, beauty is, what's the word? Uh, in the eye of the beholder? It's Yeah, it's in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. And what we say here doesn't matter, but someone's getting this, they're going to get this pencil. Yeah. All right, they're going to get this pencil. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, and, and as a matter of fact, uh, not using any euphemisms here, the winner gets... Two pencils, <laughs> but not at the same time. All right. Um, right, I'm going to say, but yeah, I don't know if you agree with me. If we're looking at the field, okay, mm-hmm. why does something tell me we're going to spend a lot more time on this one category than anything we ever Because there are about? a lot of nominees. Let me, okay, let me narrow it down a bit further, all right? Um, but do you agree that Lana and Carmella really don't... Mm, uh, if going as far as performance-wise also, then yeah. Are we, though? Well, you kind of made it that way. No, I you having a conversation okay. does not mean. Okay, it's like if you have an annoying voice, it bugs the crap out of me. Okay, so let's narrow it down. All right, Bliss, Selena Vega, mm. Scarlett, mm. Lacey Evans. Mm. Notice I skipped over Tony Storm. I think they're all. I love Tony Storm though. Yeah, Lacey Evans, Brandy Rhodes, Mandy. Renee Michelle. Who is Renee Michelle? That's uh, Drake Maverick's wife. Okay. Can't argue, right? I can, but I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Um. Allie, Penelope Ford, and Camille. Mm. 
I'm okay passing on Penelope Ford. I think she's only been on AEW Dark. I don't know if she's even been on Dynamite yet. Yeah. We can pass on Lacey, much as I love her. We can pass on on Bliss. I don't think she's had the best of years this, for this category. Scarlett hasn't gotten a whole lot of TV time. She um, feels less real than a lot of the contestants here. Yeah, but if you look at her Instagram, you see her like out of gimmick and. It's it's a it's a good look on her being out of gimmick. Listen, any any one of these women can receive two pencils. Indeed. So, but not at the same time. So we're down to Zelina Vega, Brandy, Mandy, Renee Michelle, Allie, and Camille. I don't know what to do here. I think any. There, I don't think there are any losers in this category. Indeed. Um, if I want to be serious for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm a little disappointed that um, Kyrie Singh's not on here, but the the word "smoke show" can't be used lightly. Right, you can't just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna mm, I'll go with Camille from NWA Power. Mm. Uh, mostly because she doesn't say much. She doesn't need to. And anytime she's on, like, TV, there's just, like, this powerful, like, sexual energy, uh, when I see her. But it's more like, I think she's gonna hurt me. But, like, not <laughs> in a way that's, like, physical, but, like, maybe, like, if, 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 were I a single man, and like she's like, listen, you just suck, and I would be devastated. I mean, it's the same for all of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's got height, um, and she she wears the right amount of makeup. The same could be said for Mandy, but she's taller than Mandy. But I think Mandy's more fit. Also, Mandy won last year, and I got to give something to NWA Power. And if it's gonna be that, it's gonna be that they have the smoke show of the year. I don't know what else to do. You know, go, coming into this, I was thinking that, like, Camille is different enough from the rest here. Right. That, like, well, like, she, Camille's a fitness woman, Mandy's a fitness woman, so is Penelope Ford, but, like, Camille, like, if, if I think they would have dip her in bronze, like a statue. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's, she's like one of the, a, a Greek, she could be a Greek goddess. Yeah, you know, so, whatever, yeah. Cool. Camille, congratulations, NWA, winning their first award. First yeah, you get two pencils. Bookie award. All right, not at the same time. That's right. All right, so well deserved. We're gonna switch gears to uh, my wife. Uh, I have to scroll up because a lot of talk about the Rising Bill. <laughs> um, it the uh, it's gonna be uh, this category is the inaugural. I'm just a sexy boy award, and this is to uh, the uh, the male uh, equivalent of Smoke Show of the Year. Uh, her nominees are uh, Seth Rollins, 
Uh, Adam Cole. Bebe. And uh, the Scottish psychopath himself, Drew McIntyre. And Roman Reigns, because some people like him for an unknown reasons. LOL. Um, for her, it comes down to Seth Rollins and Adam Cole. Uh, Seth has the better body. Cole has the better face. That man, though, is a ki- that man bun is a killer lately. Uh, for Seth, so she's not into the man bun thing. Did you notice? Like he, he's so. Attached to that man bun, that in the backstage where they caught uh, AOP and him, and they were taught they were got to leave. He even put his hair back into a man bun. He's so dedicated to it. Gimmick, bro. Yeah. Um. And she chose to give it to Adam Cole. Mm. So Adam Cole, congratulations! You get the one golden pencil that my wife hands out. Who also rocks the man bun? Yeah, but it's it's he doesn't he's not stupid with it, you know. Yeah, it comes out and then it's just out. Also, she doesn't watch the most NXTs. Okay, she just sees him wrestle. All right, you're gonna have to uh, write that in or send it to me later. Next <laughs> up is the Road Warrior Award for Tag Team of the Year. Previous winners include the Revival. In 2016, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in 2017, and they didn't set the bar. They were the bar in 2018. This year, nominees include Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly representing the Undisputed Era. As a collective, the New Day, which I feel like for the entire year, they were down one person. Like, uh, Big E came back from injury, and then Woods went out with injury. Kofi was doing his thing. Yeah. The Revival are up for this again. The Viking Raiders. Pass. The Kabuki Warriors. Okay. The only female tag team on this list here, and they definitely deserve to be there. They've had a killer year. SoCal Uncensored from All Elite. The Lucha Brothers. From all the and impact, though I don't know if they were in impact this year, probably not. And the current, yes, this is 2020. The current NWA NWA tag team champions, the 631 year old Rock and Roll Express. I don't even think that adds up their ages. The great, 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 great grandfathers of tag team wrestling. No, no disrespect, but goddamn, you guys are old. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the uh, too old for this shit award? <laughs> are they there? Did I put that in there? I think so. Probably. Um, I'm just gonna scroll. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna go. Yeah, they they're there. Okay, cool. Uh, I didn't botch. I feel like I picked the Lucha Brothers because I have their song stuck in my head. <laughs> hmm. It's it's not even that great of a song. It's just repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> um. Nah, but those two guys when they wrestle, it's it's on. Uh, I like the Revival well, they are brothers. Uh huh. But it's like, you know, 
It's not their fault. Yeah. I feel like I do that a lot with them. Creative's just not behind them. That's yeah. the thing. Uh, SCU had a really good storyline. I would say with consistency and like sticking to what they are is the revival. Uh, you can't really take away from uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, but it's like it's a who did you beat type of thing. That's true. But like the revival's beaten the New Day. Uh, they've beaten, um, I think they, well, the Undisputed Era beat the Revival. Yeah. Um, woof. That's tough, man. I don't know. I'm not giving it to the Rock and Roll Express. Because <laughs> it's like. Because <laughs> they're I'll probably be- going to win the 12th this year. I'll believe The Undertaker is a zombie. Mm-hmm. Before I believe Rock and Roll Express can beat. A young up and coming tag team. Uh, any of these tag teams? Well, yeah, any of these, but it's you know even the guys that they beat. Yeah, it was um Latimer and Royce Isaacs, right? The wild cards. Yeah, I yeah. mean the New Day had a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think al- almost in spite of the injuries. Yeah, and Kofi being on his uh, awesome singles run. I don't know, because it's a lot for me to watch a whole match, and I'll watch Lucha Brothers matches. I watch, I watch all the matches. But I don't know, man. This is tough. I'm not good at tag team wrestling. All right, so to, so to be honest, I think for me, if this helps, it would be between New Day, Revival, Kabuki Warriors, or Lucha Brothers. All right. Um, I'm going to give it to the Revival, uh, and this is, it's because. They don't use that fancy stuff. And they're really good at storytelling. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, and to tell a story without jumping over out to the outside and flips and stuff like that, that's, Mm -hmm. and they stick to it. That's the gimmick. Hashtag follow the rules. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go with that. Two time. Rules are important. Yeah. Two-time winners here. Very cool. Very cool. This one is yours, I believe. All right. This is the Freebird Award for Faction of the Year. How does the how is it the Freebird Award and not the Four Horsemen Award? For, like I think the Four Horsemen are like the most storied, famous, like stable in history. It's it's kind of a toss-up. I think the Freebirds were first. I'm pretty sure the Freebirds were first, actually. Okay. So, you have here, and this is kind of hilarious. I don't, maybe it's not on purpose, but you have the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. You have New Day. Oh, I have New Day twice. You have Inner Circle. That is funny. Then New Day. Then Imperium, and then the LC. Um, I don't know enough about Imperium. I know who they are and all that. Um, in a way, they're like a four man version of the revival in that they, they want people to respect the ring. I'm going to go with the Undisputed Era because they have all the gold. That is still... That's impossible to argue. Yeah. Uh, OC had an okay year. They just formed this year. Uh, The The later half of the year, too. The Inner Circle had a very good year, also just formed this year because of, you know, all the... Just starting this year. Uh, But they haven't been as uniformly successful as the Undisputed Era. Mm. So, two years in a row. Yo. Undisputed Era. Yo, victorious. Oh, hey, yo, whoa, whoa, hey, yo. I don't know how New Day got in there twice. 
you, um, you probably said, all right, uh, New Day, uh, Biggie, and Xavier. New Day, yeah. Biggie, and Kofi. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, next up is the Barbershop Window Award for Heel Turn of the Year. 2017's winner was Sami Zayn. Last year's winner was Daniel Bryan. This year's nominees are Bailey, Dakota Kai, Finn Balor, Io Shirai, Seth Rollins, and MJF. All right, I don't, I don't agree with MJF because we all saw that shit coming. All right, so the same for Seth then. Yeah. It's different. Mm, why? Why? Mm. Because with MJF, it's like as soon as he was associated with Cody Rhodes, it's like if you follow his Twitter, you know he's an asshole. All right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, with Seth, it's like it wasn't up until recently after they lost the the Survivor Series thing that's like, okay, he's definitely going heel. That wasn't all that shocking okay. to me mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, it's going to happen because he's like – he was the man of the people, mm-hmm. and everybody started shitting on him. I felt it was kind of or- so he shit back. Yeah, it's kind of organic because it feels like if this is a real, if the Seth Rollins character is a real person, mm-hmm. and people are reacting this way to mm-hmm. the real person mm-hmm. after what he's doing for them, working his ass off, risking his career against the Beast Brock Lesnar to bring the championship back mm-hmm. to TVs, mm-hmm. and the people turn on you, it's a justifiable heel turn, which I guess doesn't disqualify him. So it's a great story. So that's a good story. Finn Balor coming back like that and it's like, oh, he's a bad guy? Mm-hmm. That's kinda cool. That that freaking Pele kick to Johnny. Yeah. Um the Pele kick heard round or Yo Shirai I didn't see coming. Uh, Dakota Kai, I didn't see coming, but it's like, I was like, the story's there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it's out of the blue. The story's there if you look for it. Mm. Bailey, that's kind of, it's, Bailey's always been the super face. And it's like, wait, what? To the point I called her the female John Cena. She, she, like, I thought she was going to be the biggest female merchandise mover. And I said, don't ever turn her heel. All the little girls love her, look up to her. She's their idol. They can't turn her heel. But she uses that. Right. Mm. Which is why it's so great. It was, of these, It was I think it was the most unexpected. Because I said, oh, they're kind of teasing it, but they're never going to do it. Because she came and she destroyed the, the tube men. Yeah. It's not like it happened in a match. Right. Because it was at the tail end of the Charlotte match when she was outside. It's like, why me? Why does it always happen to me? Yeah. It was a reaction. It was a direct reaction. It yeah. Great. Um, I'm going to give it to Finn Balor because mm. he disappeared and he shows up on NXT mm-hmm. and he's a heel. The Prince. Yeah. What's the deal with the X on the knee pad in his match versus... It's because uh, and then the logo. They is it because you can't use that there. Or? I don't think so because he he wasn't the prince. He was Prince Devitt. Mm-hmm. But I I mean I don't know I don't know if if they called him the prince in Japan. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just there's only one prince. That's right. And he rests in purple peace. Um, but I don't know. They're just like spelling prince with an X, essentially. I guess. I mean, 
You can't spell it with an X. Alright, uh, the X is silent. Prince. It's like a TS. Uh, okay. Like, xylophone. If I have to agree with it. that, then you have to be able to say that gift is a verb. <laughs> Sometimes. Alright. When, like, when you gift a subscription on freaking Twitch. Alright, All right. so what do you want to do? Uh, to me... I thought it was a little more... Uh, I think there was more foreshadowing with Finn than there was with Bailey. It's like he came back and he was around. He was around, like doing stuff, saying he wanted to go for the title, whatever, blah blah blah. He he like dejected himself into the storyline and then he turned. Uh, I thought Bailey was, um, maybe a little bit more creatively done. Finn was. I don't, know, I don't oppose it all that much. Obviously, because I put his heel turn on here. Um, these are sort of in the order that I thought of them in. Okay. So, it's like, I thought Bailey was the obvious choice. Dakota was going to be the second choice. Finn was third. Sorry, I made strong arguments. but <laughs> No, it's fine. It's good. Listen, you know, we are sort of a democracy here, even though I am the executive producer. Uh, so, all right, Finn. All right. Finn will mm, take it. You know it. what? You can give it to Bailey. Like Bailey? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's been a face forever. It's true. So. Finn. Finn was a heel forever, too. I think Bailey was more of a baby face face. Yeah. Finn was. I'm just going with what you had, because it makes sense. Cool. Bailey gets the pencil. All right. Uh, This is the opposite. This is a face turn of the year. All right, and the nominees are Tommaso Ciampa, Daniel Bryan, and Kevin Owens. Um, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens, mainly because he was a face for like five minutes since he started WWE. True. And that was right before power bombing the Sami Zayn after he won the championship onto the apron edge. Yeah, I, like he had a, another brief face run that wasn't all that impactful. I barely remember it. Yeah. So I'm going to go there. So, Kevin Owens. No, 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 no. Brian's was pretty good too, but it's still in its infancy. Yeah. All right. Next up is the golden pencil for most electrifying mic work of the year. Previous winners include The Miz in 2016, John Cena in 2017, and Becky Lynch in 2018. To be honest, this year was a little weak on that front, but the nominees are Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, John Moxley, Chris Jericho, the painmaker himself, and Eli Drake. Hmm. Do you have any thoughts on these five? Uh, I have thoughts. Great, let's hear them. But on these five, <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins' promos became like, just throw it in a blender, and it's the same thing all the time, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens was spitting hot fire, which is kind of cool. So I would keep him. Mm-hmm. 
Like his feud with uh, Shane McMahon. Yeah, Moxley, I was never really a fan of his mic work. Like his his work work is really better than his mic stuff yeah. because it, it becomes all like, you can't hold me down because I'm tough mm-hmm. and you just can't handle the toughness of my toughness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho, it's, it's Chris Jericho. You know, it's right. the, the lexicon of Jericho. It's the little bit of the bubbly mm-hmm. and it's the... Uh, you understand what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. The uh, what do you what do you call Jungle Jack Perry Jungle Boy Jungle Jim? Uh, <laughs> he's like uh, you, you son of, you son of a bitch. You ask me or something like that. I don't know. Um, Eli Drake is good. I feel like he works for NWA Power, but at the same time, he could do it anywhere. Um. Yeah, he, I I feel like he, um when he speaks you can't ignore what he says. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Um It it also kind of reminds me of the Rock mm-hmm. like a little bit. Yeah. I definitely see it. What well, I still see chosen. It's weird. I hear you. It's like Settle down. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, square dancing. <laughs> some uh, noisy neighbors. Some square dancing here. above the dungeon here. Um, go with. I don't know. What do you think? What, what do you think? Now it um, doesn't matter what. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Owens. <laughs> Owens had a, a very good feud with. Uh, Shane McMahon, he's what's he doing now? It's uh Seth and AOP, and Joe's with him. Um, Joe would be in here if he uh didn't get himself injured. Yeah. Uh, Joe is so good. I hope I hope he stays. I don't know for if next it's year. electrifying so much as emphatic. Like boom, it's punch, punch, punch. Period. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Joe just he. So he his mic work is exactly like his. In ring style, straightforward, no nonsense. It's like, see, the fact of the matter is, yeah. Why, why flip and do all the stuff to distract you when I could just punch you in the mouth? And that's what he does. Mister Rollins and the AOP made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very good. I like the way he talks. Um, Eli Drake is probably of the, of the four of the five here. Remember that time he said shoes and he pointed at his jacket? Yeah, he was selling that he was drunk. It's great. <laughs> um, I think Eli is probably one of the most compelling here. He he has this um, this cadence. He has a, the cadence. He has this itch factor, this intangible that makes him like you have to listen to what he says. I'm finding it difficult to argue against. Eli Drake winning it. I know you're. I know he's not your choice. Then I think we should give it to him. Okay. Um, nobody, no one loses the bookie awards. They just get one less pencil in their life. Golden pencil. Yeah. Eli Drake. Yeah. All right. All right. This next lame ass category is the Blue Chipper Award <laughs> for the debut of the year. Uh, Blue Chipper coined from the JR. Saying the real blue chipper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the rocks were doing that. Yeah. Um, Sorry. 
Dwayne Johnson's. Now, in 2016... Rocky Maivia. It was actually... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, in 2016, we didn't get anybody. Uh, Alistair Black, 2017, and uh, for 2018, uh, this young young upstart from uh, Ireland, Rick O'Shea. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year... Look, Rich did this. All right? <laughs> uh, you know, you could tell by how smarky it is. So, you got... Um, Listen, you could have added to the list. You could have changed the list. I know. I would put um, Humberto Carrillo. If, once you, once I read these guys, you'll know why. So, private party. So let's let's include Humberto Carrillo. All, All right. right. So we got Humberto Carrillo. Private party. Mm-hmm. Darby Allen, whose name I read as Darby All In. So that's know, what it right? looks like. Uh, Mansoor. Who's KLR? Kaylee Ray. Oh, again. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> My bad memory. I guess Kaylee Ray's the only one who has a championship. <laughs> yeah. I'd give it to her. Uh, nothing wrong with private party, except for that dude's haircut. I don't get it. Well, you didn't shave down the middle for it. stupid. He's the uh, opposite road warriors. It's the reverse mohawk. Oh. Rohawk. Yeah. So, Kaylee Ray? Yeah, man. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. cool. First Scottish woman to win the Golden Pencil. See if I can uh, do the spacing right. Otherwise, it's going to select the whole. Yeah, I didn't thin out the next category, so it's going to be a bit of a long one. All right, next is the. Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes Award for Best Feud of the Year. Previous winners include from 2016, DIY vs. The Revival. From 2017, DIY vs. AOP vs. The Revival. And for 2018, Becky vs. Charlotte. We have quite a number of feuds here. Uh, Let me run down this list. We have... Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee, Cody versus Jericho, Moxley versus Omega, Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin, Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, Candice Ray versus Io Shirai, Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy, Drake Maverick versus R Truth, obviously for the twenty four seven championship, mm-hmm. the Drunk Uso versus Sobriety. Mia Yim vs. Shayna Baszler. Rusev vs. Lashley. Revival vs. New Day. And Nick Aldis vs. Tim Storm. I feel like the Aldis vs. Tim Storm is still going. It is. Um, but we didn't necessarily... The requirement isn't that it's completed. Right. Um, yikes. <laughs> Alright. To me... Like, I can't use Alistair versus Buddy Murphy because Alistair Black has won every match. Okay. And, like, it, we talked about this briefly when we were watching the last match that they had that the move would have been to give Murphy the win. Yeah. Because who, like, we know Alistair Black can beat Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the, what's the deal, yo? Right. You know? Um... 
I mean, Drake versus True for the 24-7 was funny mm-hmm. and fun, but I don't think I'm going to put that for the year. Rusev versus Lashley is a pretty... It's a blood feud. I mean, you take a man's wife. Yeah. You know? Uh, you can't spell life without wife, you know? Um, what? What? <laughs> uh, e. All right. Uh, deep cut. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I feel like maybe we could save a Uso with he given him the golden pencil. Hmm. You know, maybe we could save a life. Wow. You know, I don't know what to do here. I feel like you think he needs to team up with his his uh freaking bitter rival sobriety. I think so. I think at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta you gotta cross the line over. And extend your hand out and, and, and pull in for an embrace of friendship. Um, uh, yeah. Cody and Jericho was a blood feud. Mox and Omega was. Yeah. Mm. Roman and Corbin had dog food and mascots. Andrade and Ray was knocked down drag out. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Uh, I'll let you pick on this one. It's hard for me to decide. Like I, I put Uso over sobriety in there a little bit for comedic value. Right. So we don't have to do that. But seriously. That's <laughs> what a, what a, what a contest. Uh it probably should have been Uso versus drunkenness or Uso versus law enforcement. Um Cody versus Jericho got out of hand. Mm. Uso and Lashley, a little bit comedic. Ah, uh, it's not comedy. It's comedic to me about the, some dude smooching on your wife. Right, but the the restaurant. What a sacrifice this man is making for us. Yeah. Thank you uh, for giving us your wife. Is <laughs> um, Revival and New Day, I feel like they haven't won it before. They like I feel like ever since Revival came up, they've been feuding with New Day. All right. And not in a bad way. It's like there's always there's always something new that they're doing. They're, okay. they're they're trying to keep it fresh, and I really truly do appreciate that. And there is definitely something to be said for a good tag team feud that WWE actually lets happen. All right, let's do that. <laughs> I'm I'm still just oh. getting <laughs> all the thoughts out there. So I guess for me, it's between Cody versus Jericho, Mox versus Omega, Andrade versus Ray. And Revival versus New Day. Hmm. Me and Shane, I thought was great, but a little bit short. Um, I think Cody and Jericho was the most pivotal of these. Hmm. There was a lot on the line. Um. They broke Dustin's arm. Yeah. Like the entire inner circle and Elite got involved. It was a big feud. Which is still it's still going, right? Uh sort of. Kinda. Like Cody can't fight for the championship again, but Yeah, but I think now I forgot what tag team someone's tagging up to take on Rhodes and uh Cody. I don't I think there's still something going on with them. But I don't know. It's weird because Cody's sidetracking with uh, what you call it, the uh, the blade and the butcher or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
which makes for some great commentary with JR. I have yet to see. He that. has no idea what's what. Um, <laughs> oh, wolf, poor JR. Yeah, wolf. Mm. Like I, I, I think, gun to my head, it's Cody versus Jericho. All right, let's do it. Okay, gun to your head. If you say gun to your head, then that's legit cool. stuff right there, brother. Cause you know what I love about headsets? Damn heated. You can stand and walk around. Yeah. Dying, my butt hurts. <laughs> Want me to read this next one, or you got it? I got phone it. There? Cool, I'm cool. gonna do it like I'm doing. Cool, a, a, cool, cool, cool. Um, and this is another one here. All right, so Savage versus Steamboat Award for best match of the year. Uh, 2016 is DIY versus Revival, two out of three falls. 2017 DIY versus Revival versus AOP. Then in 2018 was Becky versus Charlotte in the last Weeman standing match at Evolution. Mm. All right, this year we got Daniel Bryan versus Kofi for the WWE title at WrestleMania. Women's War Games, Men's War Games, Mox versus Omega Lights Out. Did you see that match that you're doing this? <laughs> Cody versus Jericho for the AEW title. One of us has seen all these matches. So. I didn't. All right, oh. so um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the men's war games match. Personally, mm. I get the excitement about the Daniel Bryan versus Kofi for the WWE title, mm-hmm. but WWE gave them match of the year at backstage. So yeah, that, that also that match was kind of for us. Yeah, uh, like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I feel you, <laughs> man. The the men's the women's war games match was it was tremendous good. yeah because uh, a it was the first one mm-hmm. and the faces were really at the at the barrel of the gun yeah and four, a four on two disadvantage and they and won. the finish was good the finish yeah. the, the handcuff handcuffed rip tied through two chairs yeah I remember the finish I also mm-hmm. obviously remember the finish of men's how about war this? games I the, got a compromise oh I was gonna tout the finish of the men's war games, the air raid crash through two tables from the top of the freaking cage. This will satisfy most people. What if we just say war games? Because then it's the women's and the men's war games matches. Two different matches. Yeah, but they were both really good. To be honest, um, the for me, this this is what I how I would fix this. Okay. For me, the women's war games match was incredible. Like it was historic. Mm. The fact of Dakota Kai's heel turn was amazing. That heel turn was fantastic. It was so well done. The way she just flipped the switch. That attack was completely bloodthirsty. Bloodthirsty. That was, I think, my favorite attack. Period. Okay. Um. The finish of the war games, the fact that it was, of the women's war games, the fact that it was four on two, Mm -hmm. and the two won, I know it's wrestling, but it's a little bit of a stretch for me. All right. There's a little bit of a stretch for me. So I would rather give it to the men's war games. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Men win for this particular category, not specifically because they're men. Right. Men is what we are. Okay. The next category is 
the John Stewart Keep Your Ass at Home Award. Oh yeah, you for keep your ass home, baby. right? <laughs> for celebrity douchery, formerly known as the Drew Carey Award. Ah, uh, so 2016, the winner was John Stewart. 2017, the winner was the Ball Family. Thankfully, we did not have this issue in 2018. However, <laughs> however, I think this is the biggest year for this category. Huge. Um, the nominees are all the celebrities that competed for the 24/7 championship. You should have put "competed" in like quotations. <laughs> I should have, like the freaking network. Executives. Oh. Well, no, hold on. That, that that's next. Like, I'm listing uh, examples of celebrities that quote unquote competed. Oh. Like, there was a football announcer guy, Roe Buck or something. I don't know. There was a uh, there was a race car driver that's not Dale Earnhardt, or maybe it was Dale Earnhardt. I don't even know. Some race car should driver. be Dale Earnhardt Jr. Whichever. Well, that's I, the I, one that's still doing things. I think at this point they just call him Dale Earnhardt. Um. I think there was there was a regular talk show host. Whatever. Any all you guys. Then the and the other nominees are the quote unquote net, network executives in their respective quote unquote war rooms during the Fox USA draft. And no, we are not calling it the Raw SmackDown draft. It was the Fox USA draft. This is easy. You think it's the celebs? Yeah, because anytime you put a celebrity competing for a championship, regardless of its hilarity. It's like, what are we doing? Right. It's like, all right, you got a referee with you. Yeah, the other thing is like just bad actors like, or the fact that you did that in the first place. The war room scenes were really bad, though. They were pointless. They were. It's like, like, like you don't know what you're getting? Like, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Like, did you expect to get the entire roster? It's like, oh, they got this one. Damn it. Mm. Like, you knew there was going to be some sort of compromise. Like, at the NFL draft, people don't do that. Yeah. The NBA draft, they don't do that. Uh, I don't know if there's a hockey draft, but they don't do that. But this is the WWE. We're different. So, celebs? Sure. Cool. All right. Uh, this is the Shinsuke No Speak of the English <laughs> Award for most underutilized slash improperly utilized superstar of the year. Uh, this category did not exist in 2016, but in 2017, it was Finn Balor. And last year was Shinsuke Nakamura. For his No Speak the English yeah. gimmick. Which is why it's named this. Thank you, Rich. You're uh, welcome. This year is Aleister Black, Shelton Benjamin, Sarah Logan, The Iconics, Eric Young. Yes. And EC3. Mm-hmm. Eric Young, the, like the most TV time he's gotten this year was when... Uh, Seth Rollins was yeah. going around hitting people with chairs. Yeah, if they if they were gonna team up with or like help Corbin or something, I don't remember what it was. EC3, I, I think, has just been seen like seen si- sitting in the back, drinking from a solo cup. Yeah, or posing in front of a mirror. Sarah Logan, after the squad broke up, just gone. I think I think she had one appearance actually. She wrestled once. She was in the women's uh, Survivor Series match. Yeah, that's it. Um, like I know Ruby's out with injury. Liv, they were repackaging. Are they repackaging Sarah Logan again? I don't know. Like, tell me why she's not around. But whatever. They're they're probably just making trying to make us forget her. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, googly eyes, Alistair Black, pick a fight. I'm gonna say iconics. 
former tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the women's um, card is packed. You could find space for them. Because uh, Eric Young and EC3, it's like, I, whatever. We barely did anything before. So you could have qualified for last year, too. It's like you, you had to have done something. Well, Eric Young last year at least was leading Sanity. Oh, was and that when the Miz beat all three of them? Yeah, that was towards the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and EC3 was in NXT still. Okay. So Later. I'm going to go with the Iconics for the next one. And, like, they're not the best wrestlers, but they don't have to be just used as a freaking comedy tag team. I hear you. So, Iconics. We miss them. We want them on TV. Did you hear that, like, Peyton Royce, some Peyton Royce's family was, like, stuck in the wildfires? Oh, no. That sucks. They, like, they got out, but, like, it's bad. I read, Entire species might be going extinct because of it. I know. I read that oh, that so far, and it's only been going for, for, like, less, for maybe a month now. Over half a billion. Half a billion? Or half a million? Half a billion, I think, animals have died. Yeah, Australia uh, wildfires. A billion's a million, million, right? It's a thousand million. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. So let's hope they can get out safe. Next up, we are, and we are, uh, we are past the halfway mark. Oh, uh, next is the David Arquette Award for Undeserving Champion of the Year. We are excluding. Are we excluding twenty four seven champions here? Because we we kind of only have one nominee this year. Look, let's just let's just not let's not let's not milk a dead goat and just we're good we're good. All right, so twenty sixteen's winner was Roman Reigns. Three hour Reigns. podcast. Yeah, twenty winner was Roman Reigns for the U.S. Championship. Twenty seventeen was Jason Jordan with the tag titles. Twenty eighteen was Brock Lesnar with the Universal Championship. This year's only nominee, and I guess the winner is Brock Lesnar and the Invisible WWE championship well said sir you are the best around thank you i've heard that before all right uh this is the sheriff austin award for best authority figure of the year uh 2016 it was daniel bryan and 2017 it was daniel bryan and in 2018 it was page and this year is nobody which is good Great for business. Literally. We are happy that nobody is an authority figure. We want nobody to be the authority figure going forward. Nobody. Here is your golden pencil. Thanks, guys. I mean, it's an, it's an incredible privilege to be here on the Basement Booker Podcast. Uh, to be here. Thank you, Rich Torres. Uh, thank you very much, Jerry. Thank you. You're welcome, nobody. See who, who was that guy? Nobody. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. I just did that. I just did the Sheriff Austin Award for Best Authority Figure. Now it's your turn. Oh, okay. Holy uh, shit. Isn't it back and forth? <laughs> it is. I thought I'd You're I'd looking at that. me. I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm sober right now, so you can't blame me. You're right. <laughs> I, sh- I, I, I should have gotten another another of the uh, triple shots. Yeah. Next up is the Vicky Guerrero Award for Worst Authority Figure of the Year, formerly known as the Teddy Long Holla Holla Player Award. 2016, the winner was Dixie Carter. 2017, the winner was Stephanie McMahon. 2018, so deserving, it was Baron Corbin. This year, the only nominee and the winner is Shane McMahon. The worst 
in the world. This next category is dear, dear to nobody's heart. This is a cool story, bro. This is the network original show of the year. And 2016, it was the ENC show. 2017, we had Jack and <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. 2018, ENC season two. This year, we have Table for Three, Ride Along, and WWE 24. I'm going to go with 20, WWE 24. These are pretty interesting to me. They are. I was I was thinking Table for Three has had a pretty strong year. Mm. I haven't had a chance to watch most of the 24s, but I'll believe you. Excellent. Great. WWE 24. This is a category not all that near and dear to my heart, but uh, you know, I still love the network. $9.99. And next is the lake. The lake of reincarnation dip of the year. It's a new category. It is the opposite of the deletion of the year. So this is for the best repackage. And I think we know who the winner is, but we're going to discuss the second one anyway. Uh, I think the favorite to win this year is Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend. Uh, it's working on every level. It's checking all the boxes. The second nominee is Lana. Mm-hmm. She was repackaged. Um, she has speaking English. She has Bobby Lashley's package. Mm. Oh, you want to nominate Shinsuke? <laughs> sure. No. Oh, <laughs> what, what? Oh, we we you know we could include the Intercontinental Championship. We could. Or because you love it so much. What was the word you said? Pretty. It's pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty belt. I hear you. On uh, the Universal Championship, which I mean, I I I was I didn't hate the red. Yeah. I don't care about the blue. Yeah. I don't Whatever. know. I think it looks better in blue. I think I think overall, Brain the Fiend is the most successful. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. Reincarnation dip. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Robert Marta. I'm too old for this shit. Award. Uh, 2016. It was Oldberg. I disagree. Uh, 2017, it's also Oldberg. I still disagree. 2018, DX versus Brotherhood of Destruction. Yeah, everybody agrees with that. <laughs> uh, this year is Oldberg. I disagree. Still? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rock and Roll Express, the winners of this one, and Cornette. So, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Rock and Roll Express. Still rocking. Still, still rolling. rolling. The wheelchair. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? <laughs> All right. Now we have the King versus Cole. Please don't make the announcers feud award for most annoying announcer feud of the year. 2016 didn't have a winner. 2017, Graves with Cole versus Booker T. 2018 was Graves versus Renee. This year, I think it's it, also Graves versus Renee. It continued, and it was still annoying. The streak continues. I think this this should just. Going forward, this should be called the Corey Graves Award for please don't feud with anyone. Because you're you're not a freaking wrestler anymore. Yep. Uh, Mizzy Award for trying hard and failing miserably. Uh, 2018 was the inaugural award, and that was given to Hawkins. And this year, uh, this goes to Lana. I mean, although I don't know rating-wise if it's really failing miserably... But it's almost like everything's happening the way it's supposed to. You know? Hmm. She's talked about. Yeah. Which is what Vince loves. That's trending on social media. Yeah. They're talking about it. Don't listen to these marks. I know what's going on here. Congratulations, Lana. You get our pencil. I've never heard Vince use the word marks. 
Too smart for that. Very interesting. Uh, next is the Million Dollar Man Challenge, Dick Move of the Year. 2016's winner was Triple H screwing Seth Rollins out of the Universal Championship. It was a memorable moment. 2017's winner was Kevin Owens headbutting 72-year-old Vince McMahon. Another memorable moment. And last year's winner was Dean Ambrose blaming Roman Reigns' leukemia on the Shield actions. That was a memorable promo. Hmm. This year's nominees are Corbin and Dolph Ziggler pouring dog food on Roman Reigns. Dakota Kai's vicious attack on Tegan Knox at War Games. Seth Rollins blaming everyone else for him aligning with AOP. MJF throwing in the towel for Cody for the AEW championship. Thus, uh, meaning he can't ever challenge for the AEW championship Indeed. ever again. And The Fiend ripping out Daniel Bryan's hair, which was, you know, a whole abduction under the ring angle. Yeah. Thing. Um, I think, like... Probably the most, I, I don't know, for me, it's hard to not pick Dakota Kai's attack on Tegan Knox. That was, right. that, I mean, that didn't, like, that put their team at a four-on-two disadvantage. It took them from even Steven to not only four-on-three, four-on-two. Okay. Um, it was such a memorable attack. It was the, like the viciousness. Uh, it was unmatched. Bago. Uh, all right. Uh, sure. Cool. Kodakai. Congratulations. I believe this is your first. Yes, it is. I think it is. Congratulations. This one will be delivered to you personally by Rich Torres. All right. Sure. Uh, The Vince McMahon Make This Guy Look Really Good Award. Superstar of the Year. The nominees are Becky Lynch. AJ Styles. I knew you were going to say it like that. <laughs> Roman Reigns. The Big Dog. Yeah, there you I go. That's, hmm. I do. Well, Becky Lynch won 2018. It's hard to dispute her winning 2019 out of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Styles' heel run is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns still alive. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Oh man. Uh oh. it's just that Becky Lynch hasn't been gotten a, it's uh it's contradicting what I've said earlier, but it's like I don't know what to do here. Mm. It's like all three of them. I know, I like it it's really tough. Like they haven't all had the best years. Yeah, yeah Ro- Roman Reigns like Roman Reigns' first feud was with Drew. Yeah. And he won that, mm-hmm. you know. AJ, his heel run is so fun. He like he's so consistently good. Yeah. Uh Becky Lynch. She's I, also consistently good. I feel I feel like creative is uh dropping the ball right yeah. now. Yeah. It's almost like what do you do with this yeah. like juggernaut, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I always go with Becky, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I just feel like 2019 wasn't too kind. Right. Like, how do you follow up 2018? Well, she did win the first ever Women's Main Event at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, the I held on the cell against uh, Sasha Banks. Yep. All right. I'll go with Becky. Yeah, I, I think she's had the biggest year. Honorable mention Roman Reigns. Yeah. Still alive. Well, we'll, we'll I'll write in. Uh, 
cancer ass kicking award or something. Sure. The uh, look. The the, the, the main thing is the fact that if you made it this far, God bless you. <laughs> yeah. This is a big episode. <sighs> I got one more award here. Yes. Um. This is for the uh podcast co-host of the year. Hmm. Golden Pencil. Wow. This goes to a man who's literally keeping the lights on. Uh, uh, a man near and dear to my heart. The best damn co-host of a podcast. We're going to give this to Rich the Riz. Rich the Riz, congratulations. I think I probably did this last year too, but here you go. Your Golden Pencil. Wow. Keep, oh, it's beautiful. Keep, Thank keep, you. Keeping the lights on. Just put it on the list. And that concludes uh, the Bookie Awards. Awesome. Thank mm. you so much. Um, I don't know what to say. I didn't have a speech prepared. Just um, say thank you, you sanctimonious son of a bitch. I did, you sanctimonious son of a bitch. Yay, I'm a sanctimonious <laughs> son of a bitch. Hooray! Right. Wow, what an episode. If you have any thoughts on any other awards that should be handed out, if you think we botched... An award. If too we, bad, too sad. Our word is final. If you, if you think we've got something, yes, what Jerry said, but also <laughs> let us know on social media at Basin Bookers on Twitter, at Basin Jerry on Twitter, at Rich Lariz on Twitter, Basin Bookers at gmail.com, Basin Bookers on Facebook. Uh, like and subscribe on whatever. I don't know. I keep, I always say that and that's not what it is. It's like a five star review and. <laughs> A, something else on. Hmm. I suck at this whole social media thing. Well, you know, you're keeping the lights on, and despite the busyness of your life mm. and misery, you manage to show up here every single week. It's <laughs> <laughs> as if you don't want me to. <laughs> it's like you're a. You just won't go away. You're oh. a goddamn parasite. Like the herp. The- <laughs> <laughs> There's no you can treat it, but you can't cure it or something, right. something like that. I don't, I don't know like which. That. which. I, don't, I don't know. Fortunately, I've never had any of them. Thank goodness for that. Well, uh, we had a lot more we wanted to discuss, but we're gonna save that for next week because this podcast is almost three hours too long. So, um, this is the thing that I do. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. You say so, make it count. Oh. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers! You distracted me.